power off. What was that? <laughs> that was probably me putting my dice that I'm not using back in the box. Ah, right. Yeah, that uh, makes sense. I got out the D10 and the D percentile <laughs> and put the rest back in the box. Yes. Classic Chessex dice. They make that wonderful rattly noise. Yes, indeed. <laughs> so, only war. So, shall I start the episode first? Yes! I, I saw that it was recording when I came back from grabbing a drink, and then I didn't know if you'd done the thing while I was away. And then I realised, actually, now, that would be a really stupid thing for me to assume, because I wouldn't have been here to say hello. Yeah, that, that would have been a really weird choice on my part. Yeah. I didn't so, uh, do that. Cool. Hello and welcome to Dangerously Unprepared. I am Simon, and joining me as ever are Jack. Hello. Kyrie. Hello. And as not ever before, Alex. Hello. Technically, Alex was part of our uh, Friday the 13th stream. That is true. It's your debut on an episode. Yes. But not entirely a first appearance on Dangerously Unprepared Media. We'll get like that little sidebar, like in the comic thing. First appeared in episode number six. <laughs> <laughs> That'll make our Friday the 13th stream even more collectible. Yeah. <laughs> and I say collectible because so few people have seen it. Yeah. Like, is it still available? I'm pretty sure it's still, it's still on the on, YouTube channel. It's still on, the, cool. still on there, yeah. Excellent. First Find appeared out. in the Dangerous of Prepared Twitch stream, Halloween stream from 2018. I. No. <laughs> yes, there it is. Yes, it is still available. It has nine views. Oh, Ooh. sweet. That is nine more views than I thought it would have. I think it's more, like, more than one of those is me. Yeah, I was about to say, I think like six of those are me. So <laughs> Yes, we're doing a slightly different episode this week because we are all suffering from the the madness. Uh, so this is Oof. something we've been meaning to do for a little while, and it's really going to be in Kyrie's capable hands. So I'm going to hand over to her now, Kyrie. Oh God, it's, we're all doomed. It's something that we've been meaning to do for a while and has been greatly called for. Yeah, like so we we've often talked about uh, character creation and what our our favorite character creation systems are in RPGs. Um, and we talked about them. We've talked about like the theory of them before in episodes. And I thought what might be a really fun thing is if we ran through. Uh, character creation for a game with with this 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 motley crew here, um, and then if things all go well, then maybe try running a game or something and seeing what people think of it. So, the game that I will be running character creation for, and hopefully a, a a actual game with, is Only War, the Warhammer Forty Thousand Imperial Guard role playing game. Uh, so my intrepid band of of use three. <laughs> Hands up if you are familiar with the universe of Warhammer 40,000. Uh, oh. Cool, alright. Well, yes. Yay, <laughs> we remembered the hand raisements. So that's everyone, fantastic. <laughs> so. Visual gags for an audio podcast. <laughs> 
starters, I mean to go on. Um, so Warhammer 40,000, for those of you who don't know, is the grim darkness of the 41st millennium, where humanity is beset upon all sides by uh, aliens, traitors, monsters, demons, and all manner of gribblies out there in the stars. And there are a number of RPGs set in this universe. There's also the, the, the tabletop war game, uh, which is kind of where everything gets built from. Um, but the they, they started with a, a film noir style um, investigation RPG with uh, with Dark Heresy. Uh, there was a big action packed explosives playing gigantic super engineered space marines uh, in Death Watch. There was playing the bad guys in in uh, Black Crusade, and now we have Only War, which is well, like I said, there are a manner of there are all manner of horrifying monstrosities out there in the stars. You are someone. You are just <laughs> a spod. Here is your laser gun. Here is your cardboardium armor. Go fight. Go save humanity. And we're gonna find out what kind of squad you guys would prepare for the uh, the inevitable war. So. Oh boy. <laughs> We're going to find out a lot of different things here, and based based on what this is, I can determine where kind of the, the game would go. So obviously, if you guys want to start play, if you guys for some reason wanted to play a siege unit all full of heavy weaponry and mortars and stuff like that, it probably wouldn't be a good idea for me to run a game where you're constantly going from location to location to location, rapid. It'd be quite funny. Kind of it would be hilarious. <laughs> yeah, you're all dragging stuff around, but like. Uh, and, and equally, like if you decided to play a, the, the kind of squad where everyone gets a, 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 a jeep, it wouldn't make much sense for me to put you all in a, in a siege game where you're just sitting outside the walls of a city for ages. So, there are... Right, I'm going to get the stuff open for character creation here. Uh, everyone has their character sheets uh, sent over to them, that which do. have an awful lot of extra bits and pieces on them, which we're going to completely ignore for the purposes of this because they're just a little... Not not everything is is entirely necessary with with role playing game character creation and and, and I realise I'm I'm making myself a heretic by saying that <laughs> it's more more guidelines than rule book. So first things first, do people want to come up with their like? Do you guys want to come up with your own unit, your own regiment that you'd be coming from, or do you just want to pick one of the boring ones from the book and have no fun? I feel like that's a loaded question. Yes, isn't it just? <laughs> Mordian Iron Guard. You could absolutely play the Mordians. I've got the rules for them. Kyrie. Hello. Yes. Um, it's a while ago since we last played this, but did we create our own in the last time you run this? Yes, the Numenaren first. Uh, we're we're a, uh, a completely built from the ground up regiment. So, for the purpose of this, I'm going to assume we're going to be building it from the ground up. So Alright, to... but whatever our yep. unique regiment becomes, we wear the same uniform as the Mordian Iron Guard. That's good, because I'm, I'm going to make the, the miniatures for you guys uh, for this eventually, and it's going to be really easy if I can literally just pick uh, like uh, models that already exist. Uh, that's why I'm really glad that the Numenaren first, the, the ones I had for the uh, the last game, were basically wore the same stuff as the Death Corps of Krieg, except minus the gas masks. So I think the only 40k game I've played is Death Watch. 
Yeah, this, Death, this, Death Watch uh, is very, it's very high-powered. It's very, like, mm. cinematic, explosive combat. It's, it's very just, not this. No. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, can, you, can absolutely, you can absolutely run a game of this, kind of like Death Watch, if everyone decides to play uh, Stormtroopers. So this, this is, so Death Watch is like your Marvel films, and this is Dad's Army. Yes, basically <laughs> yes. Pretty much the best way to put it. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> because even if we did all play stormtroopers and we played the highest power, high power game of only war you can, one Death Watch Marine would still wipe the floor with all of us. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Yeah, the, the things about the RPGs is they are they are movie Marines. They are they are designed to destroy. It is not balanced for the tabletop. <laughs> right. So, regiment creation. You have. 12 points. I'm going to keep a tally of what we're spending here and there, uh, and then sort of give you guys updates as, as we go along. So, amongst yourselves, we need to determine what kind of a planet you guys come from. And you have a number of options here. So, uh, for three points, you could be from a death world. Now, whatever that kind of world, uh, you know, Whatever reason that is that a death world is, is entirely up to you. So it could be that it has an incredibly toxic atmosphere. Uh, it could be that it is a jungle planet where the trees eat people. Uh, it could be that the planet's average temperature is about 60 below. Any number of reasons it could be considered you know, inimical to, to human life. Uh, you could be from a fortress world, which is another, which also costs three points from your, from your uh, 12. Um, and essentially, it's a world which has been fortified, built up to be one gigantic floating base, protecting something, whether that be uh, a shrine or whether that be uh, a, a sort of an interstellar gateway. Um, Cadia is a really good example from the actual universe of basically it's a planet that's orbiting around the Eye of Terror where all the chaos fuckers live. Um, and it's basically, it's constantly on high alert, ready to fight everything. You could be from a highborn world for another three points, which is basically you are all super duper rich, super well stocked up. You are the nobility of space. Hmm. Uh, for another three points, you could be from a hive world. Uh, so for those of you who aren't familiar with the 40k universe, hive world is basically uh, people, instead of building their cities outwards, uh, just build them straight up. So it's a city where, you know, the, the, the ground floor is kind of sunk into the earth and it's this, you know, toxic wasteland full of mutants and radiation. Think like Futurama um, sewer system. And the very top levels where the rich people live is basically out in the, ap the upper atmosphere. They are miles and miles and miles high cities. They're like mega city blocks in Judge Dredd. Exactly, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so you could be from a hive world, which basically means you are a bunch of, of Judge Dredd-style gangsters. Uh, not necessarily. Not all hive worlds are Necromunda. No, not all of them, <laughs> but let's be honest, all of them. We could be from a hive world in the Segmentum Obscurus uh, called Mordian. Is Mordian a hive world? I thought yeah, it, was, it uh, is. Oh, oh, of course, yeah, because Mordian, Mordian has that weird thing where like, ha it's, it's locked in, like, half the world is always in night, half the world is always in day, it doesn't turn or whatever it is. Um, or it's always facing the sun at the same point. Yeah, tightly so, locked. Yeah. Um, right, uh, alternatively, for a single point, this is the cheapest one you can have, 
You could be from just an Imperial world. You're basically from a bog-standard, regular Imperial planet. The, la the last game I ran, the guys were from an Imperial world. Okay. Uh, for two points, you could be from, well, not really a world at all, but a penal colony. So, you're not from a planet, you are from a giant floating prison. You are... Is, is anyone familiar with the, um... Oh, shit, what was, the, what was that Battle Royale knockoff film? Uh, with Stone Cold Steve Austin and Vinnie Jones in it. <laughs> oh, fuck, I know the one you mean. Yeah. But it's basically, terrible, but also brilliant. It's, it's so much fun. Um, but basically, yeah, you are, you are a bunch of prisoners who've been given bomb collars and uh, told to go off into... I think like Cyber City Oedo, for people that remember that one. Um, you could be from, and these last two, I believe, are both three-pointers, uh, a penitent world, which is basically, long ago, your world fucked up. And the law came down on them. And now you guys are out there trying to, to scrape by and get some recognition and say you're sorry to the galaxy and say you're sorry to humanity for your ancestors' fuck-up. Uh, and finally, you could be from the Scola Progenium, which basically means you have gone to private uh, military school. You're all sort of the, the creme de la creme of, of the training world. It was called The Condemned. The Condemned? I was trying to think, like, The Departed. I'm like, no, no, that was a much better film. <laughs> that was also not in any way the shape or form the same kind of thing. Uh, there are also, if people are more interested, I can, I can run through, uh, there's a couple of other ones I've got here, including A Feudal World, if you want to be from, like, a high, well, not a high fantasy, but more like a, your, your sort of, your Game of Thrones type world, your, your dark, gritty fantasy. Uh, you could be from an agri world if you want to all be a bunch of farmers that have been given laser guns. Are farmers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could be from a mining colony. You could be from a post-apocalyptic world. You could be from a shrine world, which is basically you're all going to be a bunch of priests and and be a bunch of monks. Help. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, you could be voidborn. You're not from a world at all. Your your regiment is uh, taken from a gigantic spaceship. You you're all born in the void of space. Uh, you could be from a feral world, i.e. you're all a bunch of cavemen. <laughs> you could be from a forge world. Uh, so you're all probably got a bit of cybernetics in you and you've been looked after by the tech priests. Uh, or alternatively, you could be all from an Ogryn world, in which case you're all <laughs> space ogres. <laughs> I will point out, though, that will cost you five out of your twelve uh, sort of uh, <laughs> regiment points. I quite fancy having an uplifting primer and talking like this for the whole game. So. I mean, you absolutely still could. And like, regardless of what sort of planet you're from, you could be from the agricultural centre of that world. But there is something wonderful about being a, a void board agri officer. <laughs> well, someone's, someone's got to grow the mushrooms in the in the fermentation tanks. I mostly make fungus <laughs> and got yeast for dinner. But what old Uncle Vanya can get from underneath his toenails. Well, you grew in a lovely lot of bacteria. I really did. <laughs> <laughs> so did any of those particularly uh, appeal to people? I'm kind of digging uh, Voidborn or Forge World, to be honest. Cool. Yeah, right. I quite like yeah. Voidborn or Prisoners. So we got two votes for Voidborn. Uh, Alex? Oh, there's so much choice. Yeah. But yeah. Um, 
Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be happy with Voidborn. Voidborn? Cool. Right. I mean, I just need to grab the rules of that. Sweet. Voidborn. That's not in the book, so I can't refer to it as the stuff <laughs> I get for it. Luckily, it's in. It is in one of these books I have on here in front of me in PDF form. Which book is it in? It is in, uh, I believe, yeah, Shield of Humanity. Cool. I think I've got that somewhere. Hang on. Cool. Shield of Humanity is page uh, 31. I has nuns of these, so that's all right. I would just, I would take your word for it. So what we need to do is, I'm going to point down, put down on a piece of paper here. You are void born. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can point uh, that get there across you three points out of your twelve. So if you've got some note paper to hand, uh, just for the moment, if you want to write down on here that your character will have uh, plus three willpower. Plus three willpower. And either plus three. You to... didn't mention Rattling World. Did I not mention Rattling World? Oh shit! Sorry. If yes. you did, I didn't no. hear it. <laughs> there is also the possibility you want to come from Space the Shire. If well, everyone you could wants still to still talk like this, if they want to. <laughs> yes, you could all in fact be from Space the Shire and all be space hobbits. <laughs> I, I I kind of am tempted to say you should probably go like. You can go with whatever world you want, but suddenly the idea of you playing a someone playing a rattling commissar is is horrifying. <laughs> <laughs> can I be a rattling commissar of an Ogrin regiment? <laughs> well, if you think about it, right, commissars aren't allowed to be from the same world as the yeah, world exactly. There. That's going to be really that's going to get really confusing, though. <laughs> are people? I, I don't know if people heard it, but uh, are people still happy to go with Voidborn rather than a rattling world? <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I'm yeah. Void one, yeah. Okay. I just want to look at what you would get if you were a rattling. Uh, lots of extra <laughs> perception, but everyone's physical stats just drop through the floor because you're all <laughs> hobbits in space. Ah, the hobbits get plus five fellowship. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> Possibly plus eight fellowship. Depending on what you play as? or No, depending on what you pick, because they get oh. a, a base plus five fellowship. And then a plus three to either perception or fellowship. Ah, so you could really sort of uh, max it out. You could max it out, yeah, or or max out your perception, which is already huge as a rattling. Yep. Um. So yeah, you get so uh, as a void born, you get plus three to your willpower and mm-hmm. plus three to either agility or perception. And we'll we'll come to that when we make your actual your guardsmen's. Yeah. Every everyone gets the following uh, skills. Uh, common law tech. Mm-hmm. Uh, linguistics, low gothic, which basically means you can speak regular human talk, but not Latin. Yeah, not not the high. Sorry, gothic. high gothic. Yes, not the 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 high pollutant talk of the nobles. Linguistics, low gothic. Yeah. Okay. Uh, everyone gets navigate uh, brackets stellar. You can you can always find your way through the stars. Would that also account if we're using um that? Stars to map our course if we're on a planet. Like, yeah, it's it's basically yeah, it's 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 navigating by means of going from star to star. It's reading star charts basically. Yeah, yeah. So you know how to move around in space. It will do you Uh no good on ground because you're void born. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you guys are going to be fucking terrified when you hit the ground, aren't you? Whatever planet you put us on, we're fucked. If we're not (laughs) fighting in a space station or a spaceship, (laughs) I'm going to have to make you guys do like the Marines or something like that on board a spaceship or something. Um, you also get Operate Aeronautica. Yeah, I was going to say, we're, we're going to do only War Top Gun. 
Yeah, because operate aeronautica basically just means you can fly space planes. Which is amazing. <laughs> and Wing Commander is one of my favorite series of games, so... This, this is shaping into a game I was not expecting it to be. <laughs> it's funny well, how I'm, that'll happen. Yeah. Part of me thinking gonna, of um, Battlestar. Yeah, you guys are really going to fuck this up if you decide to play a super heavy tank regiment, though, aren't you? <laughs> I kind yep. of feel like we're playing Rico's Roughnecks. <laughs> and finally, you all get tech use as a skill. You all know how to operate basic machinery. Woo! I assume you would not get that if you were from a feral world. Yes, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right. Uh, everyone, get just if you uh, pop these little comments down somewhere on a bit of note paper, ready for mm -hmm. your character. Uh, charmed. Uh, basically, it, it won't come up until we're actually playing the game, but it basically just means you guys are all really lucky. There's something about people born in space in the 40k universe, but they just seem to have... They have good and bad luck, but whatever they have, they have a lot of it. So, good things happen to them more often, but so do bad things. You get the, the, the whole extremes. So either 1 or 20, nothing else. Yeah. Uh, so you get Charmed, you also get uh, Ill-Omened, which is basically... People who were born, you know, those those fancy highfalutin, hoity-toity people that were born on a fucking planet with dirt under their feet. Ugh. They don't really tend to trust you guys. Uh, they think you're a bit weird. Probably say about the same about them. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you basically get minus 10 penalty to any interaction tests when talking to people who aren't born in space. Nice. Uh, and finally, you also have Void Accustomed. Uh, again, this won't come up until we're actually in the game, and hopefully it won't come up all that often. It basically means you guys do uh, get no penalty for moving in zero G. You guys are just... I, I guess on your spaceship you're just used to the gravity just fucking up every now and again. Um, just spacewalks for uh, maintenance. Yeah, exactly. So you guys are just... You're, you're used to it when, when there's, there's no gravity. Yep. Most of the different world types will give you something that doesn't count as difficult terrain. Like, I noticed the Mordians don't get crowds as difficult terrain. Yes, because they're from a, yeah, from a sort of a, the, the, the hive world, yeah. Okay, cool. And finally, uh, you start play with, it's, it sounds really bad when I, when, if I just read it out, because at the moment every, all of your stats are technically at zero. So uh, <laughs> you begin play with minus one wounds. Way <laughs> Everyone is dead. Well, that cool. was a quick game. That really was. Everyone <laughs> died in space. Hurrah. This is so often the way in Warhammer 40,000. So, that's that's the Void Bomb. We'll, we'll come up with a little bit of background for your ship and stuff as, as, the, as the game goes on. Um, so, now we need to figure out about your commanding officer. And figure out the personality type of your commanding officer. So, uh, I got the quotes here, which makes you just like, sum them up a lot easier. Uh... Your commanding officer can be, for one point, can be fixed, which is basically just uh, once he's made it, once they've made their mind up, that's it, boom, straight away. There's no changing their mind. They will just carry on going, 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 going. Um, your commanding officer could be uh, phlegmatic, which is basically doesn't say a lot, always sort of keeps to themselves, very sort of sort of quiet, introspective, contemplative. Uh, but when, when they do talk, man, they, they carry a lot of weight behind their words. Uh, and for the last one, the last one of the one-pointers is supine, 
your character has uh, sorry your your commanding officer has a little bit of religiosity to him now in the 40k universe everyone's a little bit stark raving mad religious so your character your your commanding officer is is that but in spades he is he is very very religious uh or alternatively for two points you could have bilious your commanding officer is ill-tempered and paranoid and willing to shoot anyone that gets in his way. Uh, your character could be choleric, which is he doesn't like to lead from the back. He likes to get right up in the front with his men and, and you know, lead the bayonet charge. Um, he could be circumspect, which is just, you know, more planning out things, wait to see how things plan out. Uh, maverick, which is a little bit like... Uh, um, choleric in that it's basically just your commanding officer is a little bit of a rebel and tends to do things not by the book and likes to rush in and do stuff themselves uh, melancholic uh, your commanding officer is careful uh, but has basically was probably a great hero back in the day but over the course of the years has really been kind of ground down and is now not quite able to give commands as effectively as he used to uh, and finally is Sanguine. Your commanding officer is is upstanding, optimistic. Right, let's go, lads. Let's go and do this. So, did any, what? Which of those appealed to people the most? Well, if we're going to be doing Top Gun, Maverick seems yeah, like the way yeah, to that, go. That's the one that came to mind for me as well. Yeah, uh, something no, about Maverick or, or the cleric. Just something about them getting involved up front. Oh yes, Cleric yeah. was getting involved up front. I'll, I'll, I'll run you through what they both do because they're both two pointers. Mm. Um, if you go with Cleric, it means everyone gets the starting talent rapid reaction, which basically just means you get higher initiative count. Um, and if you go with Maverick, everyone gets the starting talent resistance to fear. I'm liking Maverick. Yeah, Alex. I, I'm liking. Yeah, I, I kind of like the um, uh, resistance to fear. Yeah, yeah, yep. that's, that's Maverick. Yeah, that's yeah, Maverick. Maverick, yeah. Cool. So your Especially CO, with space. Your CO is a Maverick. The, the quote for this one is, I wouldn't tell my men to do anything I wouldn't do myself. So our CO is a Maverick. Yep. Awesome. I like the idea of just all the other, all the other sort of officers of the other regiments in this theatre of war being like, oh God, the spaceship's turning up and we know who's going to be leading that thing. Oh Christ. <laughs> <laughs> we get fear resistance from that. Yes, everyone gets uh, resistance brackets fear, which could come in very handy depending on what you end end up fighting. It's also very handy because you know you're in space, and well, there's a lot of gribblies out there. Mm. Also, we're guardsmen. Like, yeah. there's a lot of frightening <laughs> things out there. <laughs> after, also, after a while, you just get used to it. There's a lot of nothing as well, so yeah. that's oh a lot of God. fear. Yeah, just staring out, and there's just nothing out there. All the nothing. So we spent five points. Uh, Next up is we need to figure out uh, what your regiment type is. So uh, we figured out where you're from. We figured out who's leading you. Now we need to figure out what task you guys were put together to to do. Um, so your options are, I'm going to go through all the ones from the website first. And that way, if you just want one that isn't in the main book, I can then get the PDF of the one that is. Sure. So you've got your cheap ones, which cost two points. So there's three of these. You can be line infantry which is your bog standard, you get a las gun and loads of ammo, you know, fight side by side infantry. Uh, you could be 
siege infantry. Lots of mortars, lots of sandbags, lots of waiting in place and bombarding shit. Uh, you could be light infantry, which is you get uh, pistols, you get a light uh, las gun, uh, not so much armor, not so much weaponry, you're all sort of like uh, flanking the enemy, that kind of thing. Uh, for three points, there's a few more of these ones. You could be a reconnaissance regiment. Uh, basically, you get. Uh, I think with reconnaissance regiment, you is that in the main book? Ah, yes. So reconnaissance regiment is basically you are either all in a chimera, which is a, an armored personnel carrier, uh, or you, one of you gets a scout walker, uh, and you are <laughs> scouts. Think, think like the um, what are they called? The AT-ATs? ATSTs. ATSTs. I always get the oh, okay. The yeah. chicken walkers. The, the chicken yeah. walkers, but not not fully enclosed. It's like a, a wire, a, a roll cage thing. Oh, yeah, because that's a heavy sentinel, isn't it? Yes, which is also an option. Perfect for space. <laughs> yeah, I mean, everyone in a chimera just driving through the... Meet me. Drop troops. And suddenly the idea of paratroopers from space is is horrifying to me. How long till we get to the ground? Oh, another half an hour yet. <laughs> um, so everyone gets jetpacks, basically. Um, hunter killers. Everyone, uh, the squad starts with a hellhound tank. Uh, in this, space! In space! So yeah, on your spaceship, you are riding around in a giant tank that has a massive flamethrower on the front of it. That can't possibly go wrong. It only <laughs> works indoors. If we go outside, it stops working. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could be mechanised infantry, uh, which is exactly how most people that have the, the, the know-how will run their Imperial Guard army uh, when they're not just doing full-on armour. It's basically, you are a, a, a squad of infantry, but you also have a Chimera armoured personnel uh, carrier with you as well, to get from place to place. You could be a close assault regiment. Basically, you get a pistol and you get a sword. Now go and stab those fuckers. Uh, you could be a mechanised reconnaissance regiment, uh, which means you get a salamander recon tank. So instead of any guns, your well, I think your tank has like a, bolt, a storm bolter on it, uh, but it's mostly got, you know, radars and spy gear on it. Uh, or you could be a salvage and recovery regiment. Uh, essentially, you get a, uh, an Atlas recovery tank. So you have a tank that's job is to go around and grab other tanks and drag them back to the, 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 the base to be fixed up. Uh, you are the, the healer tank. So those are your three pointers. Now we're getting into the, the, the big guns and stuff. Four points. Armoured regiment. The squad begins with a Lehman Russ battle tank. Artillery regiment, and I'm going to get really upset if you guys want to play an artillery regiment on, in space, because an artillery regiment starts with a basilisk tank. Yeah, which... but if we part the basilisk in like the hangar bay and aim at the planet, everything <laughs> will die. Yeah, absolutely. It has essentially an infinite range. It is, it's Schwera Gustav. It is, it is a big-ass cannon. Uh, or alternatively... Uh, you can either have a basilisk for the squad or a mortar for every two players. I think that's rounding up, so I think everyone would get a mortar. <laughs> um, you could play a guerrilla regiment, sneaky and good at ambushes. Uh, you could play as grenadiers, uh, like, like line infantry, but you get better armor and lots of grenades and grenade launchers. 
you, oh, this could be weird. You could play a Rough Rider regiment. <laughs> so you Horses are, in space. Yeah, you could be mounted cavalry. <laughs> now, keeping in mind that uh, in, in the 40k universe, there are the uh, Attilan Rough Riders who do ride horses. Uh, you get the Death Riders of Krieg who basically ride these weird bioengineered mutant horses. Um, there are also people that will ride essentially dinosaurs. So, because your cavalry doesn't necessarily mean it's horses. It could be any number of things. It could be the new stuff from Kithari. With flamethrower yeah, yeah. faces. Yes. Robot horses with flamethrower faces. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Them in space. Yes. <laughs> uh, there are no six-pointers, so we go. We jump straight to a seven-pointer. Super Heavy Armoured Regiment. Which I don't think at this point we can afford. Uh, no, you've only spent five so far, so you have seven points oh, to Jesus. spend. <laughs> Uh, and then if you want, if we go over, I can uh, get get the book open, which has the merits and flaws system. Ooh. <laughs> so oh if you my. want to... You I can do be... love a good merit and flaws system. <laughs> if you want to, you can be a super heavy armoured regiment and have a Bane Blade. In space. <laughs> For those of you who aren't familiar with a Bane Blade... <laughs> they want a space Bane Blade. <laughs> like... I was I was making fun about the idea of the the chimera driving up and down the uh, the corridors of the uh, uh, of a spaceship. Let me just get the uh, the picture open for the Bane Blade. Pop that into the chat there. There we go. Now I know what you're thinking. Is this enough guns? No. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> So that's that's a that's a possibility if you want to go with that. Uh, we have a Stormlord instead. I I think it does allow for alternatives. I don't know if there are rules for the Stormlord in one of the books, but I will allow it if that's what you want to go for. How much different is a Stormlord? I think uh, instead of the big gun, the the main cannon, mm -hmm. it has two. I think five barrel Gatling guns. Uh, I believe so it has a, ten always... barrels of Gatling cannon on the front instead of the main cannon. <laughs> yes, that's correct. Yeah, um, I always get that one. And like, there's the Shadow Lord and the Shadow Sword as well. They all they're all named far too similarly. Um, but there's one that basically has a giant gun that is designed for killing titans, which wow. are city-sized <laughs> robots. There is a tank designed to just kill Mecha. Um, so that's that's an option. And finally, for eight points. Uh, you could be a heavy reconnaissance regiment. Everyone gets an ATST. Um, and finally, you could be a rapid reconnaissance regiment, which is everybody gets a Tauros, which is not a Taurox, which is like a, an enclosed armored jeep. A Tauros is, I think, like a dune buggy. <laughs> and wow. the idea of you guys driving around the halls in <laughs> each in your own little dune buggy with the Mario Kart theme playing as well. <laughs> it does appeal. <laughs> Is there not an aeronautical regiment? Uh, not really, no. So we all have... <laughs> well... We all have the skill operate aeronautics. Yes. But no aeronautical vehicles to operate. Well, there will be aeronautical vehicles on your ship. Uh, it just means that that's not specifically what your regiment is is, is equipped for. Okay. I'm kind of thinking the drop troops just because if it if we're in space and gravity cuts out, we can use the backpacks to fly around. 
Drop troops did seem like the most thematic to me as well, but the thing is, one of the things you get from drop troops is operate aeronautics, and we've already got that. Uh, I do believe if you get double the skill, you just think, you just become trained in it, which means you get a bonus to it. Oh, cool. Well, that's probably a really good idea then to stack that. And also, I'm sure if if the the people who are out there who have played only war are listening, and if both of you are listening, um, then. I might be fudging some rules here, just all in the name of fun and and making things more interesting. Mm. Drop ships, then. You guys want to play drop troops? All right, that's a three pointer. So Although guys... checking it, it's we don't actually get jump packs; we just get grab shoot. Yes. So we're very is... good at falling. Falling with style. Falling slowly. <laughs> Let me just check what a grab shoot exactly does, because it might be able to you might be able to like guide falling. And I believe you can take extra equipment as uh as the sort of thing goes on. Um No, I don't want weapons. Don't want armor. Don't want a basilisk. You do. I mean, yeah, maybe. It's not a drug or a consumable. Grab shoot, yes. It's a smaller version oh, of the Not with that attack. attitude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's basically a grab shoot is it's it, it cuts in if you fall in a long way and it basically just pushes you up slightly as you get towards the ground. So you can fall from essentially any height and survive. It's a fucking double jump. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. <laughs> oh, shit. I'm gonna splat. Boop. All okay now. So you guys still want to play drop troops? Yeah. Yeah? yeah. Cool, that's a three-pointer. Uh, so everyone gets plus three to their agility, mm-hmm. but everyone gets minus three to their fellowship. Essentially, you guys are going to be used to operating by yourselves with just your squad and no one else outside of it. I like the way they word it in the book. Largely regarded by other Imperial Guardsmen as insane for choosing to leap out of a perfectly good aircraft in mid-flight. They are nonetheless required to be daring and courageous. There you go. So people don't tend to get on well with you because they're, I, either because you guys are seen as quite aloof because you, you are your own separate thing, or because they're like, well, there's not much point making friends with this one. It's not going to last very long, are they? Fucking parrots. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so everyone is now trained, uh, not just not just known skill. Everyone is now trained in operate aeronautica. So if you just put like a a train or a T next to your operate aeronautica skill. So everyone is really good at flying a plane, which is really weird because none of you are particular uh, necessarily. I mean, you could play as one, but none of you are designated pilots. Isn't trained the first level? Uh, so the first level is known. It's not uh, on my character sheet. Oh, is it not? <laughs> Hang on a minute. Let me get Mine is sheet. trained plus 10, plus 20, plus 30. Ah, shit. Okay, yeah. yeah. Nope. Fair enough. Uh, then, yeah, it would be trained plus 10. Nice. So if the pilot dies, anyone can take over. Uh, everyone gets the starting talent, Catfall. So if you're not wearing your grab shoot and you do fall down, you'll take less damage. And... Everyone gets the following standard kit. So this is your, your starting equipment, which can be messed around with a little bit later on. Uh, you get a Laz Carbine, or Laze Carbine, depending on who you are. 
which is like a slightly smaller, more lightweight uh, las gun for close quarters combat. Mm-hmm. Uh, you get four charge packs, which is basically ammo packs. Now remember, you can recharge your ammo pack by throwing it in a fire, but don't do that. <laughs> uh, everyone gets one suit of Imperial Guard flak armor, which is yeah, it's it's cardboardium armor. Uh, one respirator, hooray! You can you can breathe. Probably not going to help you in any, you know, in the vacuum of space, but, you know, if the air does vent from a room, you should be okay. Uh, one grav shoot, two frag grenades. Please don't throw grenades inside the spaceship. <laughs> Try and stop. <laughs> and two smoke grenades. Use them wisely. Put bomb. <laughs> right, I need to just check this next bit to see whether this is actually... So we use the smoke grenades to get out of boring briefings, right? <laughs> smoke bomb! <laughs> Finally, unless we go into merits and flaws, there are two little sections called doctrines. And this is basically just what sets your regiment, your, your drop troopers, apart from all the other drop troopers that might be voidborn. So... Okay. Training doctrines, these rank from two to four points, and I believe you have at the moment. Five, six, seven, eight. So you've got four points left. Ah, which... Okay, never mind. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out when we get to it. Um, so you could have a close order drill. Now, this one doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense for you guys based on what we've figured out so far, but it means that you're really, really good at fighting shoulder to shoulder. Again, doesn't necessarily make a lot of sense if you're playing drop troops, but we'll see. Uh, you could play diehards. Essentially, doesn't matter what happens, you will not, you will not give in, and you will not, you know, surrender even if you get shot. Uh, favored foe. There's just one specific kind of bad guy out there in the 40k universe. That you guys are really, really good at murdering. Uh, hardened fighters. You like getting in the thick of it and using up close and personal melee combat. Um, iron discipline. No one's running away on this in this squad. Uh, sharpshooters. You guys are really really good shots. Uh, and survivalists. You guys are really really good at surviving in hostile environments such as desert, jungle, tundra, ash wastes, or urban ruins. Like fuck, are we? Yeah, that's why. <laughs> some of these don't necessarily make a lot of sense. Um, so those are your training doctrines. Favorite foe chaos. <laughs> I mean, you can if you want to. That'll encourage you to send us against chaos. It really will, because keep in mind, if you do cho choose um, favored foe, uh, and then you go, you you angle your guys towards a particular kind of enemy, I will then make that the enemy that you guys will be going up against, because it would be really weird if I didn't. Favored um, foe kittens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but you've got to role play killing kittens. Oh no, that's true. Uh, yeah, maybe not that. <laughs> Favorite heretics. I mean, heretics tend to have chaos backing. Let's let's yeah. not let's not go there. <laughs> I kind of like sharpshooters, or maybe iron discipline. Yeah, uh, sharpshooters uh, and is very expensive. <laughs> yeah, they're four and three points respectively. Um, 
Yeah, but that would just mean we have to take some floors. That's true. And those bring on the very- floors. <laughs> <laughs> That's where things get interesting. Yep. So, would you guys? What, what, what about you? You, you two, what, uh, what sounded interesting out of those? I liked sharpshooters because if we're in space and we need to be careful of our shots. That's a very good point. If you're yeah. if you're fighting inside your own home, essentially, and if we're starting firing whilst dropping as well, yeah, yeah. no, that's that makes perfect sense. That is thematic and and works. Um, so you guys are sharpshooters, which costs four points. So we you are have two the... points over budget. Four points. Hang on a minute. Two, two three, it. four. No, that puts you that puts you on twelve, according to mine. Oh. Damn, well now we're going to have to spend some of those special equipment doctrines so we can go over and get some uh, interesting Exactly. Applause. So <laughs> now you get, now you can have a special equipment doctrine, um, which basically means what have you guys been armed with that, makes, that again, sets you apart from all the other squads. Uh, so Cybernetics. <laughs> the very first one is Augmetics. Just For some reason, your, your crew has easy access to bionic bits. Um, Chameleoline, your armor has been coated with this kind of refractive material that, you know, messes with the, your outline. It's basically, you've got perfect camouflage. Um, combat drugs, your, your regiment has been gifted little, inje- everyone gets a little inhaler or a little injector, just full of cocaine. Uh, <laughs> and then they shove what? us out of the aircraft. <laughs> 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 let's just let's just give everyone crystal meth and then just kick them out of a spaceship. There you go. Um, <laughs> demolitions. Uh, it's really easy for you guys to get grenades and missiles. Uh, scavengers. Uh, scavengers is a weird one. Basically, you get the same bonus to get anything you want as all the other um, special equipment doctrines, but if it goes wrong, you attract the attention of the the quartermaster. And potentially the commissar. You you're essentially really good at bluffing and lying to get what you need from from the army, but if it goes wrong, they find out you've been lying to them. Uh, warrior weapons. Uh, you get you you exchange your las carbine for a sword or an axe. That's a uh, terrible idea for sharpshooters. <laughs> <laughs> Because you don't even have a backup pistol either. <laughs> oh no, you, you then get a last pistol with two charge packs. Uh, and finally, uh, you can have well provisioned, which basically just means you get more ammo and more rations and more grenades. See, I was actually talking about the Cyber Enhanced Doctrine from Shield of oh, Humanity. Yes, there is also, I forgot about the extra the other ones on here. My bad. Which my means bad. that everyone begins with two common craftsmanship level cybernetics or one good craftsmanship cybernetic. Damn. So, yes, that's a possibility. Or we could get the Ogryn Weapons <laughs> Special Doctrine. <laughs> They're not going to be heavy if we're in space. Uh, there is also Reliquary, which is kind of fun. Reliquary is... Let me have a look at that one. Um, you carry a holy reliquary into battle. So you basically you're carrying a dead saint into battle. Which would be hilarious, jumping out of a plane with a <laughs> dead saint. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Or we could have a servitor friend. Uh, 
<laughs> may, oh, characters in this regiment may select servitor comrades instead for their regular comrades. So instead of your pet NPC, you just get a, a cyborg following you around. So does any of that seem interesting to you guys? I'm, I'm just sitting here going cyber enhanced. We got oh, one, I want to be cyber enhanced. Cool, we got one vote for cyber enhanced. Uh, I'm up for that because that fits in again with the sharpshooting. Cool. All right. And Alex, any any that seemed interesting to you? No, that actually sounds like could be much more interesting characters. Perfect. So you are all cyber a penis. Of... Yes. <laughs> You're all a bunch of cyborgs being pushed out of planes in space. Good quality cyber penis. <laughs> cyber enhanced. Amazing. Right. Good. So now that means we need to take some floors because you are now three points over budget. You you have to now take some floors. You have to take at least three points of floors. Luckily, okay. the cheapest floor is three points. You can take more, in which case you can then buy more equipment later on. Um, so I will go through the floors for you. Conscripts, which basically means you didn't choose to enlist. You were forced into it. Presumably they, they, they brought you into the army and then just drilled big bits of metal into your body. Uh, iconoclasts. Um, essentially, you have a really weird way of showing your devotion to the Emperor. The God Emperor of Humanity is, is your saviour and your messiah and your, your beloved father figure. Uh, but there's just something you do as a specific religion on this ship that is not particularly orthodox. And if the priesthood finds out, they're probably going to be very upset with you. Uh, you could be primitive. Uh, now, this, again, could be very interesting considering you're from a spaceship and you are drop troops. Um, <laughs> with, cyber with cybernetics. Yes, exactly. Uh, cannot be taken by... Oh, you know what? It says it cannot be taken by mechanical infantry armoured regiments, or any other regiment that includes a vehicle in its standard regiment kit, which doesn't include you guys. That is true. Um, oh, but it, it, yeah, you basically get penalties when using anything that isn't low-tech, which might be a problem when using your LAS carbines with your sharpshooter skills. Tainted. You guys have seen some shit, and it has left its mark on you. Uh, and now you basically have, you start with a bunch of corruption points and you are on your way towards becoming mutants and or chaos spawn and or getting possessed. Traitors. Uh, probably not a good idea to take this. I might actually have to veto this uh, that one. Uh, you can't play chaos drop troops. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> Rude. Uh, and finally... Can we be gene stealer cult drop troops? Again, no. I'm gonna I'm gonna say no. Traitors basically means you are you are out uh, as 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 traitors. Um, warp delayed. Uh, this one. Oh, so that one is uh, you were delayed in the warp and you are now massively out of time. So you have a penalty to your logistics rolls because the Munitorum might just mm. go. You don't exist. Oh shit! And deny your lo uh, logistics rolls, which is legitimately the plot of the last game I ran. <laughs> Except in reverse, they ended up arriving before they were meant to. In fact, they arrived before they left. Um, so yeah, those are your potential uh, flaws. Did any of those sound interesting to people? 
There's one in mm. another book that I feel like really might work well for oh. a Voidborn drop troop small group. Yeah. Lost Homeworld. Oh. So Lost Homeworld is you used to be from a homeworld, or you know, your people did in general. Oh. But it's gone. Uh, maybe the Tyranids got it. Maybe it was exterminatist. Uh, maybe it was hit by virus bombs or the Tau have got it. Whatever. Um, so basically you are, um, you start with survivor's guilt, um, which is a 2d10 insanity points. Oh God. Uh, or last survivor's. I think it's either or. Uh, hang on, this is probably in Hammer of the Emperor. Uh, it is indeed. Yeah, there we go. Uh, so reinforcements become difficult. Uh, when you need a replacement member, the GM rolls 1d10. Instead of having the recruits come from the original core of the regiment, on a 3 to 4, the recruits come from the original survivors, members of other squads within the regiment who also lost members. On a result of 5 to 10, they come from another regiment that has recently suffered terrible losses and happens to be near enough for the Departmento Munitorum <laughs> to group the two regiments together. On a 1 or 2, however, the squad receives no reinforcements at all. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Um, but you get the, the ability to hate something. Yep, it gives you hatred. I just thought thematically it would suit really well. I kind of like that, yeah. So, if, Do you guys want to go with that one? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Sure. Cool. It gives us five points back, so we can then probably go back and get more awesome doctrine <laughs> shit. Sure. Uh, or, or more equipment as well. Or more equipment. Yeah. Um, so so yeah, what's that one? That's Lost Homeworld. All right, so we get hatred. What blew up our homeworld? Who do we hate? Yeah, there you go. Right, this is this is what I love about only war character creation. Is the Inquisition. No. I mean, I'm not going to say you can't take it, but keeping in mind, you are you are the Imperial Guard. So it's got to be something that could realistically have taken the whole planet. So it's got to be like orcs, nids, chaos. Maybe Tau. Oh yeah, Tau might have, uh, I was going to say enslaved, but you know what I mean. Uh, or it does say it could be a freak celestial ac accident. So can we hate <laughs> celestial accidents? Can we have hatred <laughs> celestial accidents? You've got a really big hatred of meteors. <laughs> oh, I don't know now. Shall we come back to that one? Yeah, we'll, we'll yeah. circle back around to who killed our homeworld. Yes, who killed your planet? Uh, we'll come back to that one then. All right, cool. So finally, we are now on to uh, the Regimental Guardsman Kit. So this is your equipment along with your, your main equipment that you oh, have. Oh, there's nothing that says it's either or. I think we get 2d10 insanity points and the last survivor rule. Oh shit, no, you are right. <laughs> so everyone gets 2d10 insanity points. We will, we will determine that when we make your characters. Excellent. Oh dear, you guys have seen this. <laughs> Even before your first, you know, your first tour, you guys have seen some shit. Awesome. Right, so, uh, equipment -wise, I'm turning this more and more into Battlestar Galactica, you realise that. It really <laughs> is, the more I think about it, yeah. Like, this is where you wanted, oh, no, it's a good thing you didn't have servitors following you around then, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Any, anything you say to them, they will just turn to you and go, buy your command. <laughs> oh shit, can I have a servitor anyway? <laughs> there, will, there will be servitors on the ship, don't worry. Superb. Right, so, uh, everyone gets the following pieces of equipment, just because you are guardsmen. Everyone gets a uniform. What that uniform looks like is going to have to be determined by you guys. 
please make it something where I can buy the miniatures easily <laughs> so I can make your unit. Mordian Iron Guard with Elysian Drop Troop backpacks. That's actually that should be fairly easy, actually, thinking about it. Uh, everyone gets a suit of poor weather gear. Um, it, it is standard, so there's there's no getting around that. But yes, everyone has a raincoat in space. Well, we're drop troops. We drop from space. Oh, that's true. Yeah, you won't necessarily always be fighting on the spaceship. The planet might be rainy. <laughs> that's, that's possible. Space might be rainy. That's less likely. <laughs> uh, everyone gets a LAS pistol and two charge packs. Is that in addition to the four charge packs we already have? Yes. And Lovely. they are interchangeable, I believe. Yep. Guard, uh, las- uh, guard charge packs are completely interchangeable. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Everyone gets a knife. Can I? I've got a knife! Everyone gets a flak vest. Woohoo! I mean, you've already got flak armor that inco- covers you anyway, but now everyone's got a flak vest as well. Can I put it on over the flak armor and have double the flak armor benefits? <laughs> yeah, but weirdly, it doesn't it actually give you double the benefits. It just You just count as wearing flak armor. Aww. Everyone gets a rucksack or a sling bag. It's up to you which you prefer. Uh, everyone gets a set of basic tools. You're a basic tool. <laughs> everyone gets a mess kit. So You're a get, mess kit. Everyone gets a knife and fork. <laughs> well, I guess it would be a spork knife. There's a word for that one, isn't there? Is it just a spork knife? I don't know. Uh, everyone gets a water canteen. Hooray! Everyone gets a sleeping bag. And a blanket! Can I have a slanket? I'll allow this. Excellent. <laughs> uh, everyone gets a rechargeable lamp pack, which is just, it's it's a it's a flashlight. I thought that was las guns. <laughs> yeah, we now have three las weapons. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Uh, everyone gets a grooming kit. Shave those sideburns, soldier. Uh, everyone gets cognomen tags, which is it's basically dog tags. Everyone gets the Imperial Infantryman's Yay. Uplifting Primer. For those who have not seen this, this is a this, you can buy this in the real world. It is a it is a great prop. Uh, it is the book that is assigned to all Imperial Guardsmen. It includes all the rules of being an Imperial Guardsman and all the propaganda you can eat. <laughs> Mine is packed somewhere. It's oh, it's such a great book because it like, is a great book. I I just love the uh, somewhat slanted description of all the Xenos races. <laughs> the Eldar have uh, was it the Eldar have outdated and ancient weaponry, and so it should be very easy to defeat. Yep, because we have more modern tech than they do. <laughs> Space elves basically, and like the, the picture of the orc, where it's just it's just a rock with like an angry face, and the gardener's just poking it with a stick. And don't forget, of course, that Tyranids have very flimsy, thin limbs. Yes. Should be easy yeah. to break. Yep. Uh, if you're found without your infant- Imperial Infantryman's Uplifting Primer, you are liable to be flogged. Uh, and finally, you have two weeks' worth of rations. Now, here comes the big We can't thing. be proper guard. I was actually able to fit all of our gear into the gear section. Well, here's the thing. Now you've got to... <laughs> Where's my entrenching to... tool? <laughs> That's Actually, though, that is part of... Uh... Oh shit, no, it isn't part of that. Uh-oh. <laughs> maybe, maybe it's part of your basic tools? I don't know. You get it might be part of basic tools, to be pliers, honest. Pliers, tweezers... I mean, it is a, a shovel, shovel yeah. so... <laughs> um, right, so, basically, now you get 
how many points did you not did you not spend? It was uh, two. Yeah. Well, how you, many did we go over? You, you were over by three, and then you got five. Yeah. So we have two left. Cool. So this is going to be a bit of a complicated one to go through, but <laughs> you've now got thirty-four points to spend on equipment just to make everything a bit more customized to your regiment. So this isn't individually. This is uh, regimental gear. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, and this will be added to basically your your um, starting equipment, everybody. Um, okay. Now you can do things like improving your equipment, so your your las carbines or your las pistol uh, or your knife, to go from being regular quality to being good quality or best quality. Um, you can replace your las pistol with a carbine. You can replace your las carbine with a las gun. You could add more knives. <laughs> <laughs> you could add more las pistols. You can add an auto pistol, which is basically an Uzi. You can add a stub automatic, which is just a regular handgun. You can add a revolver. You can add up to two frag grenades. You can add up to two smoke grenades. You can add up to two armor-piercing crack grenades. Uh, you can replace your las carbine with a shotgun. Sharpshooters with shotguns. Uh, you can add a watch. Uh, you can add a, a clip drop harness. So, you know, like for repelling and things like that. Uh, you can add more uniforms. <laughs> you can add a dress uniform. So your big fancy yes. uniform. Does, do, do you guys want that as part of no, your starting no, game? No? no. I have strong feelings about what I do want. Cool. Uh, you could add filtration plugs. So stuff for sticking up your nose to get toxins out of the air. We already have respirators. Exactly. Uh, you could add a Munitorum manual. So uh, it's a book. It's essentially the catalogue for, uh, for um, equipment. The Book uh, of Dreams. You could add a photo visor or a set of photo contacts to standard kit. We want that. Is the photo visor like binoculars, basically? No, that's no it's dark sight. Oh shit! Yeah. Do do people want everyone to have a a uh, night vision goggles? Well, setting out because we're drop troop snipers, essentially. Yeah. I really want photo contacts for night sight, magnoculars for scouting, <laughs> and microbead to stay in communication. I think those are fairly essential for us. That makes sense. But that is like twenty-four of our thirty-four points. So I want everyone to agree. I don't want to force that on anyone. But I feel like that would be extremely useful. Yeah, well, it makes sense if the ship has. If we're still on the ship, uh, just general equipment. Yeah, and ten more points would get us a targeter. Uh, a, a targeter isn't isn't like the it's the the paint thing, is it? Where you like pointed at something and trace like, around. Like it's a designator. Uh, I believe in this case it's like a laser sight. Yeah. Uh, targeter. The targeter reduces all penalties on ballistic skill tests by 10. Yeah, so it's a laser sight. So minus 30 becomes minus 20, minus 20 becomes minus 10, minus 10 becomes standard. Oh, and the only thing. The only and trouble that is that just leaves us with our basic las carbines. So I kind of also want something heavier uh, but, hitting. But keep in mind, depending on what kind of guardsman you play, you may also get extra extra weaponry from your um, guardsman role. 
That's true. So, for example, if you played a heavy gunner, you would get one heavy weapon uh, as part of your thing, depending on what your squad's heavy weapon is. But yeah, like I said, I have strong feelings on what we should have. I am totally, totally open to being overridden on this. It's just looking at it, that is 34 points of kit that really suits the way our regiment came together. Although if people want to just go purity seals, more uniforms, and Munitorum manual, I'm totally down for that. <laughs> like, <laughs> You open up your kit and it's just full of fucking wax seals and a, a nice uniform. Um, so... I kind of want a grapnel as well. Oh, a grappling hook. <laughs> yeah. But that we, we can't afford that if uh, we take the other things. Yeah, I'm just looking at what the other stuff in there is. Uh, extra rations as well. Uh, yeah, grapnels, magnoculars, microbead, which is, yeah, talking to one another. Picked recorder, so you can have a, a camera. Targeters, yep, which you can take. Uh... Add one favoured basic weapon or one favoured heavy weapon to every starting member squad. Every starting member's, uh, sorry, equipment. Um, yeah, I think we should go with the, the various sites and stuff. Yeah? So what's that? You've got, uh, so it's Magnoculars, which is eight. Yep, I ran it as the Photovisor. Yep, Photovisor is also eight, yep. The Magnoculars, the Microbead, so that we can talk to each other. Microbead is also 8, so they're all 8 so far, so that's 24. Yep, and the 10 points on the targeter. Cool. And then 10 points for a targeter, yeah. So basically you can spot anything and then blast it out of the water. That seems to be what we're about. Right, now... Does that sound alright, Alex? Yeah, it sounds good. We're just really good shooters. So it's basically we just now got binoculars, night vision, communication, and tracing rounds. And you oh, drop... laser sights. Laser sights, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. And you drop behind enemy lines. Because the microbead allows us to talk to each other up to a kilometre apart without having a vox pack, which I think is going to be very useful. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, finally, the last bit for the regiment is we need to figure out what your regiment's favoured weapons are. So, uh, each regiment may choose one basic and one heavy weapon. Uh, must be very rare or more available. So let me get that list up for you, and you can pick what you want your, your regiment's favoured weaponry to be. I think we got grenade launchers in the last one, and never it never came up. Yeah, you guys just never used your grenade... Well, you never requested a grenade launcher. So, uh, do you want me to go through the basic ones first, and then the heavy weapons? Sure. So we pick one of each, right? Yeah. Uh, you, it's basically just means it's easy for you guys to get hold of these weapons if you want to requisition them. So, uh, basic weapons, you could have Laz Carbine, Laz Gun, Laz Lock, Long Laz, which is basically like a, a, a laser sniper rifle, Triplex Pattern Laz Gun, Bullpup Laz Gun, which is like a very, very high rate of fire one, um, Hot Shot Laz Gun, uh, Sniper Rifle, Auto gun, which is just an AK, uh, shotgun, pump action, shotgun regular, combat shotgun, uh, bolt gun. <laughs> yes, technically you could you could make that your favorite weapon and have bolt guns. Uh, melter gun, plasma gun, flamer, 
Snipers with a flamer. <laughs> <laughs> Flintlock musket. What? what? Bow. Yeah, from the uh, feudal worlds. Yep. Oh, uh, right. Yeah, of course. Bow and arrow. Sling. Crossbow. Uh, or grenade launcher. Crossbow. Crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> now, I know you want to take plasma guns. I mean, if we're going thematic, the long laz makes a lot of sense. Yeah. It's very, very true, yes. We are basically designing characters from Sniper Elite. And I suppose it wouldn't make sense to have a plasma or a melter weapon which is designed to burn through hulls. Oh, nah, not probably training <laughs> in the bowels of a ship. Not best. Yeah. So, do you guys want to go with sniper rifle? Yeah. I mean, do you, do that... you want to go with the? So, do you want to go with the sort of the solid projectile sniper rifle, which is like you know a regular sniper rifle? Oh right. Or um... do you want to go with the laser version, which has a slightly uh, a lower range, and does slightly less damage, but holds more ammo and is. Oh, uh, yeah, it's basically, like, it, it does less damage, but it it crits easier, basically. I kind of want the solid shot sniper rifle. Solid shot sniper rifle? But I am well aware we are guardsmen, <laughs> and an extended mag light is much more thematic. <laughs> <laughs> How about you other two? What's, do you want a laser sniper rifle or a regular sniper rifle? See, I like the idea of the solid as well, but the... Increased crit hit might work better. Yeah, it does. It does filling. Let me just check exactly what that does. Uh, also, it has uh, the M thirty six variable las settings, so we can use double ammo to fire high powered bursts. Oh, ah, okay. So basically, the long las has felling, which basically means it ignores uh, what's called unnatural toughness. So if you come up against an enemy which is weirdly tough, like. Uh, very big orcs or tyranids or demons, mm. that kind of thing. Uh, it ignores the four levels of unnatural toughness, and it just it gets them right in the soft and squishy parts. Nice. Oh, also we can use four points of ammo to fire an over overcharge shot, like a hot shot, plus two damage, plus two penetration. Okay, I'm Sold. kind of liking the long lads, although it it's, does it, become unreliable at that point. Yeah, because you're sort of yeah, you're overclocking your gun. Yeah, it's a lot more vers versatile. That is that's like a the last yeah. ditch type of thing. Oh shit, it's a bloodthirster. <laughs> well, there's nothing for it. Uh yeah, cool. So you wanna go with the long lads? Is the hotshot lads is that uh basic or is that uh, hotshot las gun is also a possibility, yep. You can take a hotshot las gun as as your basic weapon. What's a hotshot las gun? Um it's basic it's like a regular las gun, but mm -hmm. has way more armor penetration punch to it. Oh, okay. It has a big backpack battery source rather than charge packs. Ah, I see. <laughs> it's the proton pack. Pretty much, yeah. That's a good way of looking at it. It's used by the uh, the stormtroopers, the the sort of super elite soldiers. Mm. I'm cool. I'm still quite set on the long lads myself. Long lads? Yeah, let's go long lads. Yeah, cool. You guys are just festooned with las guns. Got las carbine, las pistol, and everyone gets. It. Well, no, you don't get a long las to begin with. You get. Uh, you they're can. easier to acquire for yeah, us. Yeah, you can requisition them. All right. And what is your regiment's favorite heavy weapon? Man portable las cannon. You <laughs> can have a man portable las cannon, yes. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, heavy bolter. 
Yep, so your options are Man Portable Last Cannon, uh, which, just to give you an idea here, uh, uh, Jack and, and Alex, who haven't got the books there, mm. so the Long Laz, you remember how I said it, it does like quite a bit of damage? It's, it does 1d10 plus 3 damage. Okay. The yeah. Man Portable Last Cannon does 5d10 plus 10 damage. <laughs> the Long Laz penetrates 1 point of armor. The Last Cannon penetrates... 10 points of armor. They're not very mobile, though. No. no it doesn't you, sound very mobile. If you Man portable is, is a, a stretch when yes. they say that. <laughs> In that you can conceivably move it from place to place. It's more but like if, men portable. Yeah. Um, but if we're dropping out of a ship while, while falling... <laughs> hey, whatever it lands on is going to have a really bad day. <laughs> Um, alternatively, you could have a multi-laser, which is weirdly listed as a heavy weapon, not a vehicle weapon, despite the fact it's the basic weapon for the Chimera. Um, it's essentially, it's a, it's a rapid-fire heavy laser cannon. You can have a hand-carried multi-laz? Yeah. It's listed okay. as heavy, not vehicle-mounted. Which is a bit weird, but there you go. Um, you could have, what are the heavy solid projectiles? You could have a ripper gun, which is an We are not Ogrins. <laughs> but you could like have a, a, a one on a bipod or a tripod or whatever. Uh, it's basically a fully automatic shotgun. Uh, you could have an auto cannon, which is it's basically like a big machine gun. You could have a heavy stubber, which is a slightly slower heavy uh, uh, machine gun. Bolt weapons. You could have yeah. You can in fact have a heavy bolter, which is less rare than a storm bolter. Um, so you could, yeah, you could have a very, very large bolt gun. Uh, you cannot have a multi-melter. Aww. Those are too mm. rare. You also cannot have a plasma cannon. Aww. <laughs> but you can have a heavy flamer. That makes sense for a sniper. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, you could have a missile launcher or a mortar. Missile launcher? It's probably the most sensible one on the list, yeah. Yeah. You, you, you could conceivably have like a, a portable kind of disposable rocket launcher. I mean, mortar would work as well because yeah. mortar folds up nicely and you just pop it down, target it. We have all the magnoculars and everything for the range finding and sighting. Yeah. But I mean, missile launcher, yeah, whip it off your back, fire a shot. Makes more sense. Cool. So you've got uh, sniper rifles and missile launchers. You guys are just, you're not even going to get anywhere near the fighting, are you? Oh, not if we can help it. We're guardsmen. <laughs> exactly. Cool. That is your regiment built. We need to come up with a name for them at some point. Mm. But we can come back to that at some other point. Um, for now, we need to figure out who your guardsmen are. So, first up, we generate your characteristics. So these can go straight onto the character sheet. We don't need to worry about like adding bits and pieces on uh, now. So has everyone got their character sheets in front of them? Yes. Yep. Right. Uh, I've been looking everywhere for a way of doing this with points by, but we're not, we're, we're, you know, this is just going to be a bit of a fun game, so people don't mind doing uh, random uh, characteristics, right? I don't mind at all. I love random characteristics. It's my favourite <laughs> way to do it. Excellent. <laughs> okay, cool. Um, so... Do you, do you want to, like, basically roll the number of stats there are and then assign them, or do you want to uh, assign them as you go? 
I prefer to roll than assign. Yep, cool. It's slightly less random. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so what I need you two guys to do is mm-hmm. roll uh, 2d10. Right. And I need you to roll that and record each number uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 times. Mine are proving delightfully random already. Excellent. I don't think I've rolled a 10 over a 10 so far. That's okay. These, these, these will get boosted later on. Don't worry. I just say that and I rolled a 20. Oh, shit. Okay. You've got, you've got your one super good stat. Make it fellowship. <laughs> Be the face of the party. Yay! Did you get a two? <laughs> no. No, I did not get a two. Did you get a three? Yes, I did. <laughs> you say that, I just got a two. Oh, excellent. I made up for it by also having a 20. My, oh, my numbers are all over the place. I love it. No, that's perfect. That's exactly how you want it. Yep. How about, how about you, Jack? Are you okay with yours? Uh, hang on a sec. Yeah, okay. It was nine in total, wasn't it? Yes, yeah, so you should have nine uh, numbers in front of you. And if any of those numbers are below two or above 20, you've done something wrong. No, but one of them will end up above 20. Yes. And I believe the average on 2d10 should be 11, is that right? Uh, yeah, I yeah. think so. So I have four below average stats, one exactly average stat, and four above average stats, which is exactly what you want. Hey, brilliant. I've got five below and six above. Not six above, but what? You've got 11 five. stats. What have you done? This <laughs> is my four above. jig stat. Yeah. Most of it is around the middle ground. Cool. So. Once you've got your nine numbers, um, go ahead and add 20 to each of those nine numbers. So your, your numbers now should be between 22 and 40. Dump stat weapon skill. All I've uh, got is a knife. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, yeah. if, if, if it comes down to it, you don't really want to be using that knife. <laughs> if it comes to that, it's already gone wrong. <laughs> if it's come to that, you're hoping one of your uh, your companions is training their long las on on them. So I want to add twenty to what I've got already. Yeah, to, to each, yep. each number. So the numbers now should be just basically just add twenty to each one. So uh, each one should be between twenty two and forty. So my three became a twenty three. I see. And my twenty became a forty. Okay. Cool. You got your numbers. Yep. Perfect. Right. So. Now you want to drop those nine numbers into your characteristics, uh, depending on which ones you think are, you know, however you think are the most important ones. So your options are weapon skill, which is how good you are at getting things in close combat. Uh, Ballistic skill, which is how good you are at shooting things. Strength, how burly you are. Toughness, how well you can take a punch. Mm -hmm. Uh, Agility, how good you are at, you know, dexterous tasks. Intelligence, how smart you am. Uh, perception, how good your eyesight and hearing and general sort of awareness is. Willpower, how good you are at not giving in. And fellowship, how good you are at talking your way out of problems. I have also applied my modifiers from ah, Regiment. Cool. Uh, which which one did you... Uh, was it from the drop troops? 
Uh, I went with, yeah, all of the ones we came up with. So the yeah. willpower, I took perception, I took agility separately, and the minus three fellowship. Perfect. Yep. Yeah, no, that's cool. That works. Mm -hmm. I've done mine. Cool. But I've not added the modifiers. That, that's fine. I'll, uh, I'll go through those again with you. So the average is now 31. Yeah. Leaving me with three below average, one on average, and five above average. So Good. I've used those modifiers well. Yes. <laughs> I've shifted my average up a little. Man, comparing this to Death Watch, 31 is a shitty average. It really is, isn't it? Like, yeah. You got you sort of break it down to about, like, the um, the tabletop version, where 3 is kind of the, the human average for a lot of the stats, and it's yep. all sort of divisible by 10. But yeah, my dude is BS4. Nice! Fucking yes. So, like, a, a veteran yep. guardsman. Or a stormtrooper. Might be going sergeant or stormtrooper. Oh, excellent. Or I might just throw it all out and take commissar and actually have to be from a different planet. <laughs> <laughs> but you kind of, yeah, train, trained with the regiment and whatnot, so yep. you're aware of their, their ways of doing things. And no one will like you because you're a commissar. Mm -hmm. okay, so I've got, I've got my basic stats and my characteristics. Cool, excellent, right. Um, because you are voidborn, uh, you can add plus three points uh, to your willpower. Brings that up to 37. Uh, because you are a drop trooper, I I'll come back to the other Voidborn one in a second. Because uh, you're a drop trooper, uh, you can add plus three to your agility. 41. Oh, excellent. Uh, and you have to take three away from your fellowship. 25. Ooh, ugly motherfucker. <laughs> 22. Oh, God. <laughs> Simon, what's Not your fellowship? 32. Okay, thank God. We've got I'm the of... popular one. <laughs> <laughs> You're the popular one because you are just on the average cusp. Yep, just a little tiniest fraction above average. My ballistic uh, skill is 38. That's good. Um, and I've got 40 as well. For that. It could also go up with, uh, with depending on your character type as well. Uh, Where also... did that come from? So I just found a hairband under my watch. <laughs> it's on my wrist. It's like... hiding. It's hiding like... from the cats. I was like, when? When did that happen? <laughs> I didn't put it there. What the? Uh, and as you are also Voidborn, uh, you can either add plus three to your agility or plus three to your perception. I took perception. Makes it 39. Minus yes. now 35. 36. Perception as well? 36? Yeah. Excellent. Okay, so that's your stats done. Next up, we find out what kind of guardsman you want to be. So, there are two... The kind that lives longer than ten minutes. <laughs> they, those don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> they call them the 20 minuters. Um, so, there are two types of guardsmen you can play as. Um, the regular sort of uh, guardsman or the support specialists. Uh, regular guardsmen don't have as many kind of neat tricks and gimmicks to start off with but they get more experience points to start off with so you can kind of customize yourself a little bit uh, support specialists have less experience so they, they, they are kind of set in their ways but they had a lot more sort of gimmicks and weird tricks up their sleeves um, so I'll, I'll go through them uh, you can be a heavy gunner your, your role in this uh, squad is to bring the pain bring the noise with a big gun you could be the medic you could be the operator, which is basically a pilot or, or uh, uh, driver. Uh, you could be the sergeant. You're in charge. 
you get to order people around and, and give buffs to members of the squad. And weapon specialist. You are trained with lots of different types of weaponry and you get all kinds of extra ballistic nonsense. Uh, those are your, your regular guardsmen. Uh, support specialists. You could play a commissar. <laughs> your job is to shoot the guardsmen if they look like they might think about running away. Uh, Ministorum priest. You are a priest. Ogryn. You are a space ogre. With, with a grab shoot. Yeah. Oh, oh God. <laughs> and they don't like being crammed into places. Imagine putting no, it on they don't. Valkyrie. <laughs> putting it on the dropship. Oh. It would be easy to get him to jump out of it, though. That's very true. <laughs> um, Rattling, you're a space hobbit. Sanction Psyker, you are a space wizard. Stormtrooper, you are a sneaky, sneaky... Super soldier. And tech priest engine seer. You are a weird mechanic from the world, uh, from, a, from a forge world, and your job is to fix machines and attend to the machine spirit within. And they all have weird dock arc harnesses. So, does anyone want to play more a regular guardsman or a support specialist? I'm tempted by Stormtrooper. Stormtrooper could be interesting. I believe you start with a hotshot last gun. You do. Oh, Jesus. A good craftsmanship hotshot last gun. Oh gosh. And you get carapace armor. <laughs> Which means you'll survive a lot longer than everyone else and you'll be left alone at the end. I'm thinking weapon expert. Yeah. Weapon specialist? Yeah. yeah. It's kind of like yeah, the 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 is essentially is the regular guardsman. Um it, it means you're a more versatile character. You can do a little bit of everything and you start with a shitload of weaponry. Hmm. I think what I want. Maybe weapon specialist. Yeah. If Alex wants to go weapon specialist, or go medic. Or heavy gunner. Both are useful. There's no there's no wrong way to play a squad. Hmm. Correction. Three commissars would be the wrong way. Three Ogrins with no one in charge would be the wrong way to play a squad. <laughs> no, that would be the right way. <laughs> I am so down for three Ogrins. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? I don't know. What do you want to do? <laughs> Let me out of the plane. Ooh. We don't have any designated vehicles, but I was thinking operator, but... I mean, what would you... you operate? Yeah, exactly. I mean, if you wanted to play an operator, then uh, you could essentially. What do you get? Like uh, starting skills, navigate, mm -hmm. operate surface. Okay, yeah, I thought you could. Yeah. Boost your operate uh, aeronautics thing, but uh, no, no. Um, what about tech priest? Tech priest could be interesting. Yeah. Uh, do you get? Oh, you do get a um a comrade advance because you get uh essentially a servitor. I'll need to get keep this bucket bolt flying. It's true, and everyone does have um. What are they called? Uh, what are they called? Uh, cybernetic implants. That's true. Yeah, hey, we haven't worked those out yet. Yeah, but if 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 you have a tech priest, that might be quite useful <laughs> in case someone's machinery starts playing up. And I get more implants. That's true. You'll be just festooned with implants. <laughs> more machine than man now. <laughs> 
which really fits into the whole thing of people not liking us. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be near those those guys. They got exploding robot faces. So what are we thinking, guys? I am choosing between Stormtrooper. Yep. Commissar. Oh god. And Sarge. Cool. And I haven't settled yet. So Sergeant, you you would essentially well, Sergeant or or Commissar, you'd be in charge. Um, it's just how you would be leading people. Would you be, you know, with them, leading them, or would you be behind them with a gun to the back of their head? I mean, you know which one appeals, <laughs> right? <laughs> the one that comes with the advance summary execution. <laughs> now, keep in mind, summary execution only works on comrades, which are the pet NPCs. Yes. And you guys have penalties to replenishing your pet yes, NPCs. Yes, I so know. <laughs> you, are, you are potentially going to be buying yourself a talent that you only have a limited amount of use of. But hilarious use. <laughs> <laughs> He's the only one here who knew how to operate this vehicle, and you shot him in the face. Well, then learn quickly. <laughs> learn quickly. I still have bullets. <laughs> Yeah, I'm settled for tech priest. You're gonna go with the tech priest. Yep. Cool. So we have a tech priest. See, my my gut just goes with weapon specialists. So I suppose I'm gonna have to go with that one. Yeah, weapons. It's it's a good one to. I think weapon specialist. Our last weapon specialist in the last game I ran was Rob, and he he basically yeah had uh, the the sniper rifle. Considering that you know, my my ballistic skill already is a thirty eight, so yeah, no, that's perfect. Pushing that up might be. Worth doing. Cool. So we have a weapon specialist and a tech priest. Simon? Ooh, what do you guys want a sergeant or a stormtrooper? I like the idea of calling you Sarge. <laughs> right, Commissar it is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I, I would say like I mean go go with whichever one you like you, you, you definitely feel feel yeah, feel more towards, but I will just say like it might be difficult trying to get like a, a stormtrooper into the squad if it's if it's regular guardsmen. Um, yeah. That said, it probably would be weird having a, a tech priest in with a squad of regular guardsmen as well. I will go with the Sarge. Yeah? Please. Yeah. If you're absolutely sure. My only uh, my only hesitation on the Sarge is that he gets a chainsword and my weapon skill is my dump stat. Hey, you never have to you don't have to necessarily use it. No. Nope. <laughs> Although as a sergeant, you start with a las pistol, so you can dual wield your two las pistols and fire them whilst jumping through the air, going no. <laughs> <laughs> John Woo, that shit. So, is everyone happy with what they want, with what they got, or do you want to? Might have to move around the step, stats a little bit, but that's about yeah, it. That, that's fine. That, that, that's a, yeah, that's easily done. So. Uh... I think the best thing to do is just go through each person's um, starting aptitudes, talents, and modifiers. So who's the first one on the list? Is the Sergeant. Congratulations, Sergeant. You've got plus five to your fellowship. Yep. Bringing Uh, me up to 37. Yep. Significantly Uh, above average now. You're you're edging on on 40. Yep. Um, So starting aptitudes. uh, Oh, you've got the book in front of you there, but just for listeners. Uh, Defense. Fellowship. Leadership. Perception, strength, toughness, and weapon skill. Uh, you can start with the following skills. Command, either uh, navigate surface or scholastic law tactica imperialis. I, I took scholastic law tactical imperialis because 
with Voidborn, surface yep. navigation, not my thing. Cool. No, that's perfect. Um, you start with the following talents. Either Air of Authority or Iron Discipline. I have gone for the Air of Authority. Perfect. Uh, and Weapon Training, Chain, Laz, or Solid Projectile Low Tech. Yeah, guess which one I've gone with. Is it Chain and Laz? <laughs> it is. Cool, because you start with a Laz <laughs> pistol and a chainsaw. <laughs> I do. It's a little bit leading, isn't it? A little bit. Yeah. And you're starting wounds. It says 10 plus uh, 1d5, uh, but you're Voidborn, so it's actually 9 plus 1d5. It is. Which so, is... 11. That's not too bad. That's not too bad at all. Could be worse. Yeah, exactly. Um, right, we'll come to the experience and advances later on as well. Uh, right, next up is the weapon specialist, Jack. Mm -hmm. So, as a weapon specialist, you can either add plus five to your ballistic skill, mm -hmm. or plus five to your weapon skill. Well, we know where that's going, then. Cool. <laughs> uh, which brings us to... Forty-three. Nice. Ballistic skill. Yep. Um, is there a space on the character sheet for aptitudes? There is. Yes. Ah, cool. So I want you to uh, take down the following aptitudes for me. Okay. Agility. Mm -hmm. Ballistic skill. Mm -hmm. Fellowship. Mm -hmm. Fieldcraft. Uh. Uh, finesse mm -hmm. and weapon skill. Okay. Uh, you also have the following starting skills, which I believe is on. Oh, yeah, it's on that first page. Uh, skills. First page. Yep. Yep, skills. Uh, so you can have uh, navigate surface mm -hmm. uh, and. Uh, two common laws. So on common law, you'll see it's got like the the lines underneath it. Yep. Yep. You can fill those in because you have two of these. You have uh common law imperial guard. Imperial guard. Yep. And common law war. <laughs> war. I'm. Uh, you're good at knowing about war. Awesome. Which is good because there is only war. Correct. That's it. <laughs> There can't be only war. Oh, God, not this whole where does chaos get its drinking water thing from again. Is that trained, is it? Um... That's uh, trained in both those, yeah. Cool. Uh, and also, you can pick either athletics or survival. Hmm. So running or fending for yourself and building a camp. Survival, I guess. Cool. We're a sniper unit. We had to spend some time on planet. Yeah, you probably are like the most used to the natural world out of, uh, out of the rest of the squad. Um, yeah. Starting talents, which uh, yep, yep. on the right hand side, mm -hmm. uh, you can have. Uh, oh, you got weapon training, and then you ch can choose three types of weapons. Okay. Uh. Except heavy and exotic. So it's any free weapons, is it? You can be proficient with, and I would I would recommend being proficient with las guns. Yep. Uh, because you have a las gun. Yep. 
so proficiency Laz. Yep. Um, but other than that, you could pick um, solid projectile, bolt, flame, uh, low tech, melter, plasma, launchers. Although the only the only launcher weapon you could have is a grenade launcher, be done with that. Uh, chain weapons, power weapons, force weapons. Although quite how you'd be proficient with using weapons that only psychers can use would be quite interesting. <laughs> so yeah, uh, you got one out of that, which is Laz. Yeah. What, what about the other two? Probably solid. Yep. Does that make sense? Yep, solid projectile. Um, we went with missile launcher, didn't we? Uh yes, but that's a heavy one. So oh, I see. Yeah, let's go with plasma. Plasma, cool. So if a plasma gun turns up, you know how to use it. That cool. sound you just heard is every forty k player panicking. <laughs> <laughs> are Are you aware of the the the? I don't know how to put this. The uh, sensation that that hangs around plasma guns in forty k. No. Can't say that I am. So when you fire a plasma gun in, yeah. in the tabletop game, you roll your d6, you roll your six-sided dice, mm -hmm. uh, and if you roll a one, it's backfired and it has melted your face off. Oh, nice! And you die. No, no armor save, nothing. You die. Right. So plasma guns have this nasty habit of just overheating and cooking the person that uses them. I see. They have but, actually gone a little easier on that in the current edition. Oh yeah, it's like it's a mortal wound or whatever it is, isn't it? Or no, it's more. Um, you can fire a plasma in two ways. Oh, there is the cautious yeah. way that has lower stats and won't backfire on you, and then yeah. there's doing the full damage, which might just kill you. Yeah, I also like that orcs have the uh, custom mega blasters, which is their version of plasma, which doesn't have a safe setting. <laughs> so it does more damage, but you can only use the unsafe setting. Nice. Because, yeah, what orc would ever use the safe setting on a plasma gun? Indeed. So it just means if a plasma weapon turns up that isn't a plasma cannon, you'll know how to use it. Okay, then. Um, you also can pick one of the two one of these two starting talents. Uh, yeah. Lasgun Barrage, which I believe just means you can put down, like, suppressing fire. Mm -hmm. uh, or Rapid Reload. You're, you're, you can reload faster. Rapid Reload. Rapid Reload, cool. And finally... You start with more. You start Sorry, with more my, head, my head just went way of suppressing fire. Oh, fuck off, Cyril. <laughs> suppressing fire! Um, you start with more equipment. Okay. So, uh, in, uh, along with your two frag and two smoke grenades, okay. you could have either four right. more frag grenades <laughs> right. or four crack grenades, which are implosive grenades. They, 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 they implode and Beat through armor. Okay, with a four crack. Cool. You've got a bit of versatility there. You've got two smoke grenades, two frag grenades, and four crack grenades. You are just covered in grenades. I am. I'm the, look at me, I'm the grenade guy. I mean, one bad shot on me and we're fucked. You can have, this is, this is in addition to your Laz Carbine and Laz Pistol. Okay. You can have either a good craftsmanship Laz Gun. Mm-hmm. Or a common craftsmanship flamethrower, mm -hmm. or a common craftsmanship shotgun, mm -hmm. or a common craftsmanship long las sniper rifle. That one. Cool. I thought you might go for that one. So common. 
Uh, common craftsmanship. Mm-hmm. Long laz. No, it's just called a long laz. Long laz. Or long laser. So. Uh, and your starting wounds, which mm. is on the bottom left. Uh, yep. Uh, is uh, 7 plus 1d5. So if you roll a d10 and then have it uh, rounding up. Oh, let's see. 1 plus... Uh, so it's a 7 plus yep. uh, half a d10, rounding half up. A d10. Okay. That's 12. 12, sweet. 12 total, yeah? Which is, yeah, that's that's the maximum it could be. So you are, you are the tank of the party. Yeah. At least until we see what happens with the tech priest here. Indeed. So Alex, tech priest. Yes. <laughs> Affirmative. Um, you get plus 5 to your intelligence. Woo, that's 38. Nice. Uh, you start with the following aptitudes, uh, which are on the second page, I think. Um, ballistic skill, intelligence, knowledge, strength, tech, toughness, weapon skill, and willpower. Uh, you start with the following skills. Common law, uh, adeptus mechanicus tech. Sorry, there's two, there's two separate ones there, sorry. So it's Common Law, Adeptus Mechanicus, and Common Law Tech. Uh, it looks like... Oh, yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. Um, you also get Forbidden Law, Adeptus Mechanicus. Whoa. So you know all this, the, the horrible secrets of the Adeptus Mechanicus. You know what's going on inside Mars right now. Oh, that's a Primaris. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you also know Forbidden Law Archaeotech, which is basically you know all about those machines that were invented before the, the New Dark Age, uh, before the heresy, all that technology and all that scientific advancement that was lost. Okay. Oh, sorry, you, yeah. you, oh, sorry, my bad, my bad. You either have that or you have logic. Not quite sure what logic uh, would actually do. So but... logic as a skill... Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, it's problem solving and riddle solving. I'll probably so, take logic on cool. that. So, yeah, so instead of, instead of Forbidden Law Architect, you get logic. And you also get tech use, which I believe you already have, so you get a plus 10 to that. Sweet. Uh, right, starting talents. Uh, you have Mechadendrite use, which is your, your Doc Arc arms. Yep. Uh, so you, your mechadendrite use, you have weapon and utility. So one of your arms, if it ends in a gun, you can use that. And if your arm ends in a power tool or a helpful thing, uh, you can use that as well. Okay. You yeah. also have uh, weapon training, either LAS or solid projectile. Although I will That's remind cool. you, all of your starting equipment is LAS at the moment. Yeah. Yep. Perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, and power. So if you get around to it, you can start using power fists. Yeah, uh, so that'd be probably in minus ten to weapon skill because of the way the board game yeah, works. Yeah, they're they kind of they're they're a bit odd with that one, but um, it'll yeah. it will potentially come up. Yeah. Um, and you can either have as a starting talent, uh, cold-hearted, which I believe means you can be resistant to sh being shocked and being scared and that kind of stuff. Uh, let me just double check. Uh, oh yeah, it's basically in almost impossible to uh, charm you, and seduction attempts against you automatically fail. 
you can either have that or technical knock, which is basically you can go up to a machine, bang on it a little bit and go, ah, yeah, you're right, drive shaft's gone. <laughs> Good old percussive engineering. Exactly. Um, ooh, just trying to think which one. I'm trying to think how easy is it going to be to be charmed in this game? Uh, it depends. But with Slanesh around. Yeah. I'll go with technical knock. Why not? Technical knock. Yep. Cool. Uh, starting traits, which is also under the talent section, you've got mechanicus implants. Now everyone's got implants, but your implants are, man, they're extra. They're extra good. I don't have enough space in my gear to write all my grenades down. <laughs> <laughs> That's a nice problem to have. <laughs> you know, I don't think Kyrie's going to let me take the bionic implant I want. Which? What's the bionic implant you want? Well, I mean, it's the only one with the availability near unique. Uh, oh, oh, hang on a minute. Let me... I'm going to regret looking this up, aren't I? It's the Baleful Eye. Oh, fucking hell, it's the, it's the laser gun eye. Yes. <laughs> Replace your eye with a laser gun. Yeah. It's a hotshot pistol in your eye. Wow. Look into my eye. <laughs> um, right. Starting equipment uh, for the Tech Priest is Sacred Unguents, so, you know, motor oil. Okay. Uh, data Slate, so you've got your, your Star Trek pad. Yep. Uh, a Combi Tool. Yes. Yep. And either a Utility or Ballistic Mechadendrite, which is essentially one of your robot tentacle arms, either ends in a gun or a tool. Shall we go fall out and go with the gun? You want to have a gun mechadendrite? It is only a pistol, but it is yep. a pistol on a mechadendrite, so that's pretty cool. Does it come with the gun itself, or...? Ballistic mechadendrite of choice. Yeah, it comes with any pistol-class weapon with the compact upgrade. So... You could put a LAS pistol on the end of your, uh, on the end of your mechadendrite there. Uh, and uh, just trying to think, what would be the utility aspect? Uh, utility is basically you've got like uh, a toolkit on your uh, on your mechadendrite. It gives you uh, plus ten bonuses to fixing things. It also houses six yeah. injector pistons, one of which may be uh, each of which may be filled with one dose of sacred unguent or motor oil. Uh, also, an electrically powered sensor which can blast incense fumes over particularly troublesome faults, and also a knife. It makes you really easy to smell. Yeah. <laughs> like, genuinely, that's one of its stats, is any test made with sense of smell to detect the tech priest gets a plus 10 bonus. Because you, <laughs> you basically have this smoke-belching sensor-bearer thing on you. Yeah, I don't think that'll be a good choice. Okay. So you're going to go with a ballistic one? Yep. Why not? You have, a, you have a tentacle... You have a gun tentacle. You weird thing, you... Tech priest weird me out. Uh, and finally, for wounds, you have 7 plus 1d5. Or 7 plus oh. half a d10, rounding up. Uh, is that, that with be... the minus 1? Yes, that is, yeah. It's normally 8. Yeah, that would make it 8. Ooh, dear. I rolled a 2. Cool, so the tech priest is a little squishy. That's okay, though. That's okay. That's why I'm here. <laughs> How do you get extra cybernetics? Jesus Christ. Um, so, we've got all that sort of in the way. We're going to get some experience point stuff eventually. 
It should be very, very quick. Uh, but next up, we need to generate a little bit of... Do, do people want to, like, as time goes on, generate what their, their character's personality is like? Or do you want to randomly generate your character's personality? Uh... I specifically want to randomly generate it because I'm the sergeant and that will be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> tell you what then, don't, don't look at the book, Simon. Roll me. No, nope, I'm going to roll a number and tell you what it is. Yes. Yeah. It's a D100 roll, isn't it? It is a D100 roll. Oh, jeez. Six. Six. Oh, for fuck's sake. So, you remember that conversation we had right at the beginning of character creation? Yes. Uh, while he hails from the same planet as his squad mates, <laughs> the character is from a location relatively separate from the main society on their homeworld. He does not fit in quite with his comrades, often misunderstanding idioms the others readily grasp. You are backwater. <laughs> I'm from the bad part of the spaceship. <laughs> you're, from the, you're from the weird fungus growing part of the ship. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't rightly know what you mean by that, but... but okay, I'm in charge of this year's squad, so you're going to listen to me now. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> you can oh. make me re-roll if you want. You are the GM. Uh, no, if you if you're happy with that, that's why it has no in-game thing. If you're if you're we happy, to back totally to keep that. Don't change that. Okay, that'd be awesome. <laughs> right, I'm I'm from the weird part of the ship. Do, you, do either of you two want to uh, generate a quirk? May as well. Cool. Uh, roll me a d100 and let me know what number you get. Ooh, ninety-six. Ninety-six. Oh no, the tech priest is a thief. <laughs> <laughs> Your character, however, you keep an eye on those tentacles. <laughs> however, as you put it, you merely take part in aggressive sharing. <laughs> Any item left unattended is liable to mysteriously find its way into your kit bag. Oh god, I've got a kleptomaniac tech priest. Okay. And uh, Jack, did you want to randomly determine one? Sure, might as well. Cool. Sixty-two. Sixty-two. Old. <laughs> old. You're just, yeah, you're just old. Old. <laughs> you've been to be honest, for a guardsman is an accomplishment. For a fucking drop trooper as well. <laughs> He's an old paratrooper. Still doing it. Let me let me roll once more. Okay. I can pick between two. Uh, ninety-three. Ninety-three. Talkative. Your character is extremely loquacious and has trouble keeping silent. You voice your opinions and observations to anyone willing to listen. So I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to enact a re-roll as well, because backwater from a spaceship's really weird. Okay, that's, well, think of how big uh, 40k spaceships are, though. No, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure the dice want me to be backwater. I just rolled a three. Three? Oh, no. <laughs> three is not backwater. Three is oh. the next one down. Uh Ever willing to offer a hand to even the surliest of his squad mates, this character makes a point of trying to understand and assist his comrades. You are affable. Okay, I think I'm going to go for an affable sergeant, not a backwater sergeant. <laughs> cool. I think that makes just, more you're, sense. You're really wanting to help people out. You're a good guy. Oh my god, I'm the 40k version of the end. Oh god, you're an old <laughs> sniper. <laughs> <laughs> you <weren't> tree. <laughs> Alex, I'm the you... tank! Alex, did you mine... want to enact a, a free re-roll on yours? No, mine passed me that cup. Yoink. <laughs> Dick. Alright. Uh... I just got my description. Old. 
everyone gets a uh, everyone gets a, an NPC to follow them round. Okay. Um, let me just check what the NPC is for the tech piece. Whether it is actually a. Uh... I think it is a servitor. Yeah, you just get a servitor. So servitors don't have personalities. Um, <laughs> so we won't we won't roll for your servitor's personality. So I don't think there's anywhere on your character sheet for this. Oh no, a comrade. There we go. Jack, do you want to roll me another D100? Sure. 21. 21. So this is your... Uh, oh, no. Is, <laughs> right, so this is your NPC. This is, this is your comrade. This is the okay. soldier who is following you around. Right. Under special abilities... This isn't, sure. this isn't a special ability. It's just a personality trait. Okay. But put in... Potentially, like, in brackets, just so you remember mm. it's not an ability. Death wish. <laughs> <laughs> Christ. Awesome. Either Great. because of guilt, trauma, or the constant and unrelenting emotional wear and tear of life in the Imperial Guard. Because he's being dragged around by this old sniper. <laughs> <laughs> Why won't we die? <laughs> my, my spotter is a death wish. Cool. And Simon. What's yes. The, what, roll me a D100 and we'll find out what the Sarge's pet NPC's personality is. Uh, 16. 16? Cocky. The character is incredibly confident in his own abilities, often to his detriment. Quick to volunteer for a task, and is personally offended when people don't share the same confidence in his abilities. I will allow both of you, either or either or both of you, a free re-roll on your personality trait if you don't wish for a cocky or death wishy NPC. I'll, I'll roll another just to see which is funnier. Yeah. Uh, twenty-two. Death wish. <laughs> uh, and I've got forty. 40. Loner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stick with cocky. Cool. Uh, what's the loner say? Uh, so, loner, uh, quiet and introverted, the character prefers his own company to that of his squad mates. It's about what you'd expect. <laughs> From your spotter, I guess. I don't know. Death Wish sounds hilarious. <laughs> Go with Death Wish. Yeah, I'll keep Death Wish. Cool. All right. And also, I mean, they this cause, is... cause a distraction for you before they shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's that's personalities and whatnot out of the way. All right. So we have my my old weapon specialist sniper, uh, Mannering with his NPC Pike. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Yes, names. Do, do people want to pick their names, or do people want to randomly determine names? <laughs> well, I have used a random name generator, and okay. the sergeant's name is Aldric Marcellinus. Ooh. Nice. And his uh, pet NPC, who I guess is the Vox operator, yeah, is Harold Cardwin. Cardwin. We will only refer to him as Harry. Harry. Okay, that 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 works. So Harry and Baldric. I know you said Aldric, but I heard Baldric. <laughs> well, I do have a cunning plan. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, how about you, Jack? Uh, uh, like I said, my, my guy is uh, Mannering. Mannering? Single name, Mannering. Yep. Uh, he's been around that long, that, that's just what everyone calls him. Cool. And my NPC is called Pike. Excellent. All right, cool. Stupid boy. And Alex, I'm assuming your, your servitor is... Unit three four seven or something. No. What droid name Off do you give it? Jim. J one M. D one P. Dip. Dip. Duck. Dive. Dodge. And dodge. 
And to uh, people who are listening, if you think this is us making this extra weird for you, <laughs> no. No, this is just, this is what happens. This is standard character creation for our group. Yep, this is how it goes. <laughs> so, with cyber enhancements... Yes. Uh, Simon. Yes. What's what's the prerequisites on those? I've lost the, the, the tab I had. Okay, the cybernetics is you get two common craftsmanship cybernetics or one good craftsmanship cybernetic. Okay, and uh, so all subject to GM approval. Cool. So it's not it's not filtered by availability. No, it is uh, filtered by craftsmanship quality. However, that does filter it somewhat. In that, I don't think things like the baleful eye can be common craftsmanship. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so uh, I'll go. I'll go person by person on this one because you all get. So is it two regular ones or one? Two good? common or one good. Okay. Uh, Plus yeah. mechanicus for me. Uh, yeah, you'll you'll get extra ones as the tech priest. Um. So Jack. Yes. Would you like? Two okay implants or one good implant? What are the implants? So, your options are uh, an auger array, uh, which basically means you get super senses. Uh, mm -hmm. Either you can see heat or radiation or electromagnetics, that kind of thing. Uh, auto sanguine. Uh, it's little machines that keep your blood pumping. Mm. Uh, a bionic arm. Bionic legs. <laughs> bionic lungs, a bionic heart, a calculus logi upgrade, uh, which basically means you have a calculator in your brain. Okay. Uh, cerebral implants, uh, basically just you've got bits holding your skull together and making you slightly better. Oh no, hang on. Uh... Cerebral implants you don't want. They're what you put into a brain damaged guardsman to make them basically functional. Yeah, okay, so don't don't worry about cerebral implants. Sure. Cranial armor, you've got you've got armor plating <laughs> in your brain. Uh cybernetic senses. Which is yeah, super senses. Uh ferric lure implants, which I believe is just magnets. Yeah, it basically allows you to grab a metal object uh through the air like up to twenty meters or something. Uh interface port, you've got a little Hole in look, think like the Matrix. You've got a little hole in yeah. there you can jack machinery into. Uh, internal reservoir. You've got some water in you. Oh no, it's it's a battery. My bad. My bad. Okay. You've got a battery. Um, locator matrix. You can always know where you are. Luminen capacitor. Uh, so you could recharge your you can recharge la uh, lasgun weaponry through your body. Interesting. Maglev coils. You can do what Bison does at the end of Street Fighter, the movie, <laughs> and, and levitate yourself. Uh, can't have mechadendrites because you're not a tech priest. Memorance implant. You've got a bit in your brain that helps you remember shit. Mind impulse unit, uh, which is... What is a mind impulse unit? Uh, oh, it allows you to basically interface with the machine... Uh, and operate it by sort of essentially you become the machine, mm. uh, and the same, or you can have a weapon interface which basically lets you do the same thing with guns. Uh, respiratory filter implant, so you've got like robot breathing. Subskin armor, you've got armor plating under your skin. Synth muscle, you've got um, 
robotically enhanced muscles, a vocal implant, so you have a robot voice, or a volator implant, which does... Oh, you don't want that. That's the uh, you cannot reveal special information. Oh, it, it turns you into someone who works for the Patriots. Sorry, it, it turns you into someone who works for the Lali Lulelo. <laughs> Basically, uh, yeah, the volator implant is more of a plot-specific thing. Mm. Is There is something you know, and if you ever try and tell anyone, it turns your brain off. I see. Okay. <laughs> oh, God. So don't wow. take that one. Yeah. Uh, I like the idea of the... One that lets you see the various like heat signatures and that kind of thing. The auger uh, array. The auger array. Yeah. Yep. It's a good choice. Um, if it's common, um, mm. oh, it literally just says if it's oh yeah, common senses function identically to a standard human-held or spec device, which is pretty good. Uh, but if it's good, it allows you to re-roll all perception-based tests when using its functions, and it allows you to sense demonic taint. <laughs> demonic. So yeah, you 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 can you know you can see all the spectrums you know X-ray, gamma, yeah. electromagnetics, Satan. <laughs> well, it's, it's more to the point they um, a poor one doesn't work in the presence of demonic taint, uh, whereas the good one is not it. shut down by demonic yeah. taint. Yeah, I gotta go with the good. A good quality auger array. Yeah. Cool. That gives you bonuses to your perception. So you are a very good sniper with robot eyes. How about you, Simon? Well, this will require some uh, GM judgment, I think. Which one did you want to go for, or ones? Well, I'm not going to go for the Baleful Eye. That would be ridiculous. It would yep. be funny, but I was looking at the subskin armor. <laughs> okay. And it doesn't have crafting levels, so do we count that as a common? Uh, I would count that as common, yeah. Okay, in which case I would also quite like to go for synth muscle. Synth muscle, which is you gain unnatural strength one. Yeah, no, yep. that, that, that's fine. Absolutely. Sweet. Cool. So, just in case you need to, you can punch a hole through people. Yep. Or, you know, do tasks that aren't combat related. I also have subskin armor, which is very important. Yeah. <laughs> right, and the tech priest who gets shitloads of extra things. Where should uh, I put this, by the way? Oh, uh, put that as, I was going to say put it as equipment, but you've got no space on your equipment. I've put it in my aptitudes for now. Okay, cool. Um, right. I'm going to put mine boost. under psychic powers. Because oh. I don't actually have psychic powers. Um, Alex, you start with yes. a, good craftsman, a good craftsmanship mind impulse unit. Okay. So you can basically just plug yourself into a machine and take control of it. And... Any two good craftsmanship cybernetics of your choice, which can include, uh, what are they called? Uh, mechanicum implants. Mechadendrites and stuff. Yeah. yeah. So I'll, I'll go through those. Any I'll, two? Uh, any two. I looked at, I looked at the cerebral implants, actually, and looked at the good one. Okay, yeah. Um, oh, oh, yeah, the okay. common one is garbage, but the good one's pretty good. Yeah, it grants you unnatural intelligence too. And plus 20 bonus to logic and law tests. I was also really tempted to take as my two common, common bionic arm and common bionic legs, which confer no benefit whatsoever. <laughs> they, they function exactly as a normal human arm and leg. It just means I'm a lot robot. <laughs> I just realised I don't need the photo visor anymore. 
Uh, Augur just... won't give you dark sight. Yeah, it just gives you like uh, radiation um, and electromagnetics, heat. I suppose, yeah. It yeah. certainly helps. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, no, yeah. It's, it's good to have both. That's true. You want to use it all the time, I guess. So yeah, uh, um, Alex, you also have access to the um, Mechanicum-only ones, so you could have another ballistic mechadendroid and dual-wield pistols, pew-pew. Um, you could have... I could have four pistols. Sorry? One in each hand, one in each arm. <laughs> you are not becoming <laughs> Dr. Gloctopus. <laughs> Um, you could have I a... don't see why not. <laughs> uh, you could have a manipulator mechadendroid, which is basically you get a, a jaws of life on your uh, robot arm, so you can uh, lift the heavy things. I've not put much in strength, so... Hmm. Uh, it gives you plus 20 to strength-based tests, such as grappling or crushing things. Ooh, that will make it close to 50. There you go. So that, that's a possibility. Um, or a Medicaid mechadendrite, which is basically you've got a big robot tentacle with medicine in it and a big syringe. Um, an optical mechadendrite, which is, it's got a big camera on it and a flashlight and it's got all the kind of sensory stuff on there. Or a utility mechadendrite, which is that one with all the little tools on it for fine manipulation. How many in total do I get again? So you have... Uh, so, from being a tech priest, you have two good ones. Yep. And from your regiment, you can have either one more good one or two common ones. I'm trying to think what best mechadendrite to get. I mean, technically, you've got access to, to in total four things. So you could have, you've got, you've already got a ballistic one, haven't you? Yep. So you could yep. get one of each of the other ones. You could get a manipulator, which is the the heavy crushy thing. Uh, you could get a Medicaid, which is the, the the healing one. You can get an optical, which is the, the camera and flashlight. And you can have a utility, which is the little tiny tool kit one, with the Swiss Army knife on the end. Uh, I'll go for the Medicare. Yep. Uh, to keep everyone alive. Good. <laughs> so you guys don't have a medic, but you do have a tech priest. <laughs> I feel so safe. <laughs> Well, got to keep all those implants going. Yep. And oh, trying to think what else to get. So that'd be oh, kind of like the idea of the maglev coils. I was just thinking, you want to go, you want to be flying around, right? I was so tempted. <laughs> <laughs> and it also reduces falling damage again. Yeah. So you basically <laughs> just wouldn't take falling damage, but also you can hover twenty to thirty centimeters off the ground. Just really fuck with people when they like take your equipment. They take your uh, your jump pack off, your grav shoot off you, and you suddenly just start floating up towards the ceiling. Like, oh god, shit! Put it back on him. <laughs> um, actually, I'll go full tech priest and go manipulate like uh, a yep, droid. Cool. So you've got two more, I believe. Really? Uh, got the cerebral implants. Yep. Manipulator. Yep. Um. Medicare. Or yep. then it's two. Good, uh, two common or one more good. Yeah. And what was the other the other one you wanted? Was it was it the manipulator, which is the heavy crushing one, or was it the yeah. utility, which is the, or was it the utility, which was the the fine manipulation? Uh, one? Manipulator, so the heavy crushing one. Cool, excellent. Give some give some form of sort of strength and combaty ability. Yeah, if you, if you need to smash through something. When blasting it with guns doesn't work. Yeah. Or grenades. Yeah. Which was the one which was um you can bring things 
um, magnetically to you. Uh, that was a... It was called a ferric lure. Yeah, I'll, I'll go with that. Especially with my kleptomania. Oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> God, he's, he's got a good craftsmanship magnet in his hands and kleptomania. <laughs> damn it, damn it, damn it. <laughs> awesome. Does it say it's a good or, or just a common one? Oh, okay. I don't know if there's a difference. I don't think it has a, a specific. Yeah, it's just, it's just a regular thing. So I guess I'm playing with maglev coils. Yeah, so you can say common quality maglev coils as well. Is so that it's everyone's fa- it's everyone's favorite hovering, stealing, mechanical, magnetic man. <laughs> of course. He yeah, I'll go with you and then coils. uses his magnets to steal your shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even part of this regiment. He just won't stop following us. <laughs> <laughs> so finally, this is absolutely the final step. I, I apologize. This went on a bit longer than I thought it was going to. Uh, we just have to spend a little bit of the experience points everyone has. Luckily, there's a really quick fire way of doing this. Okay, to cut down on the experience points and make things a little bit quicker, um, Jack, mm-hmm. you can pick a comrade advance. Okay. So you have two options. One of them is a passive skill, and the other one is an active that you have to activate. Okay. Um, either you can have armsman, which is a passive skill, and it basically means as long as you are near your comrade, the one mm-hmm. with the death wish, yeah. um, it does not cost you an action to switch your weapons out. Okay. So basically, you, you put your hand out, and he gives you the gun you need. Sure. So free action to, to change your gun. Mm-hmm. Or Hail of Fire, which is, it costs a half action to use, and you basically tell him, use Suppressing Fire. And he will yell, Suppressing Fire. <laughs> and any, <laughs> any of your targets that round are pinned. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, what's the active skill? Uh, the active one is Hail of Fire. Right, Hail of Fire is then. Cool. Uh, that costs 300 experience points, but I believe you have 300 experience points, so that's fine. You have... Oh, shit, you've got 600. Uh, we'll, we'll come back to you in a moment then. Mm-hmm. Uh, Simon. Yes. As a sergeant, you have access to four different skills. Four different comrade advances. Um, and I believe you can take as many or as few of these as you like. You've got 600 experience points to spend, so you would only be able to take a maximum of three of them if you took the last three. Um, so you have a uh, one passive one, which is Vox Tech. Uh, essentially, that means that your comrade is uh, is carrying the Vox, is carrying the radio. I'm assuming I don't need that because we have microbeads. Yeah, true. So you don't need to necessarily take that one. Um, you could alternatively take uh, Covering Fire. Uh, all comrades in communications range. So that's not just um, not just your comrade, but the servitor and the, uh, the, the guy with the death wish, uh, Pike. Uh, fire wildly at the enemy, <coughs> keeping them pinned, which gives you a chance to escape. Uh, get them, uh, which basically means... Uh, for the next round, all comrades gain a bonus when using ranged volley or close quarters orders. So basically, they're, they're good at firing in close combat or attacking in close combat. 
Uh, or alternatively, the last one is snap out of it, which is you make make a roll. If you succeed, all comrades uh, end any fear or pinning effects. Well, we've got resistance fear, so clearly we are a regiment that don't like fear. Cool. So I will be purchasing snap out of it. Excellent. That gives you 400 experience points left. Did you want to take any of the other advance, the other comrade advances? Uh, no. Nope. Um, I don't want the Death Wish guy to fire wildly <laughs> at anyone I like. Cool. Um, I don't trust him. Uh, I don't need a Vox Tech. We have microbeads. Um, and yeah, I, I think we're good with the rest. I, I will, however, take Snap out of it. I think that's useful. Um, cool. All right. Um, so, uh, Alex, um, as the tech priest, you have access to either uh, servo arm, uh, which basically means your your servitor is designed to help you fix things, uh, or alternatively, field repairs. Uh, so you are really good at basically telling your servitor to go off and fix things by himself. I'll pick servo arm. Yeah, cool. So that's 250 experience. You've got 50 experience points left to spend. So you've got 50. Jack, you've got uh, 300. And Simon, you've got 400. And experience points get really kind of weird. <laughs> so just need to very, very quickly look at the advancement stuff, and then we're done. Dunion rings. Have we got to do um, insanity stuff? Oh, shit, oh yeah, we yes. have two d ten insanity. Everyone, points, everyone, roll two d ten, and you've got that many insanity points. Tell me if you roll more than ah, there we go. Fear, insanity, and corruption points. Yeah, tell me, tell me what you get. I just rolled a six. Cool. So you got six insanity points. That's fine. I have nine. Nine. That's also fine. That's combined 2d10, is it? Yeah. 17. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's not good. Roll, you have 17 insanity points, Mannering. Right. You've seen some shit. Yeah. You're probably old enough that you you remember life. You, you remember a nice long life on your planet before everything went to shit. Right. Uh, your degree of madness is unsettled. Unsettled. And what that means is you get a plus 10 bonus to resisting trauma. Okay. That actually That's sounds good. Hang on a minute. Uh, mental trauma represents the relatively short-term damage to a character's state of mind that he suffers after experiencing a particularly horrific event. Each time the character's insanity point total rises by another 10 points, he must make a trauma test. A willpower test if it passed. Uh, if it's failed... Roll on mental traumas. Oh, it's gone above 10, so uh, can you roll me another D100, please? Sure. 21. And what's your willpower? Uh, willpower is 37. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine. Okay. You've, you've dealt with it in a healthy way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Um... So as long as I don't roll over... 37 am I okay then? Yes. 
Okay. Well, if you roll over 27, because you've got to add 10 to it. Right, yes. Yeah. So I'm roll over 27. Okay. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, it fits with my character being so old. <laughs> hey, I found the bits for experience. Fantastic. Oh, shit. Fate points. Sorry. Everyone roll me 1d10 and tell me what number you get. 10. 7. 10. Alex and Simon, you both have three fate points. Jack, you have one fate point. Okay. <laughs> what do fate points do? Uh, fate points basically allow you to ignore dying. Right. And re-roll things. They're very, very important. As a Voidborn, funnily enough, if you spend a fate point, there is a chance you just get it back. Huh. They are, like I said, very lucky. So you're actually better off than a lot of people would be. Fate points are useful, and Voidborn can use them quite well. Alex, you got, did I say you got 50 experience points left? You did. Cool. The, the smallest amount of thing costs 100 experience, so can't buy anything with advancements just yet, but that will come up later on. Uh, Jack, you've got uh, 300, is that correct? Correct. Okay, so... Um, you can, if you wish to, advance one of your uh, characteristics, which is, you know, the, the stuff along the top there, your mm -hmm. weapon skill and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you could advance one of your skills or buy a new skill. Right. Uh, or you can buy a new talent. I'll buy a skill. Buy a new skill? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, do you want to, like, buy, uh, like, knowing a skill, uh, or do you want to upgrade something that you already have? Uh, I want to learn a new skill. Learn a new skill? Cool. Um, which would you like to learn? So you can... up to have Oh, zero aptitude. So yeah, literally pick any any skill you want. Good. Uh, I'm going to buy stealth. Stealth, brilliant. Uh, so stealth has agility in fieldcraft. And I think as a weapon specialist, you have agility in fieldcraft, don't you? Uh, as your aptitudes. Uh... So... That will cost you 100 experience points. Okay. So if you want to, you can go then go up to trained in it. And that will cost my 300. That will cost you 300 to be trained in stealth. Let's do that. Cool. Excellent. Cool. I've got, uh, I've got, I've got a 41 in agility at the moment, so that will work out pretty well. Excellent. So you're just going to disappear into the undergrowth. Yeah. Uh, right, Sarge, you've got 400 experience points to spend. I do. Would you like to boost an attribute? Sorry, a characteristic? Would you like to boost a skill or would you like to buy a talent? Uh, let's see. I would quite like to boost attributes, but that's very expensive. Mm. Kind of want to boost my strength by one level and I have an aptitude. So is that 250? That's correct, yeah. It's a, it's a weird system. That. You kind of see how it, how it comes together, don't you? Because that turns my unnatural strength into a four modifier. Oh, sweet. Excellent. Um, so that is 150 remaining. Yep, and everything so, comes in sort of, it's 100, then 250, then 500. So you can get so 100 experience points. Buying a talent, basically. Uh, either a talent or... Oh, a no, talent, talents are 200. Oh. So either you can get, a, you can learn a new skill, uh, or you can boost your toughness by five. I'm trying to see what your other uh, aptitudes are. Defense fellowship. I'm gonna go for a new skill. Cool. Um, and I'm gonna go 
I think dodge is a good choice. <laughs> yeah. So dodge requires agility and defense. Ah, oh, you've got defense, but you haven't got agility, so it would cost you 200. Oh. Ah, oh, shit, you've got to have both. This is where it gets really, really confusing and weird. All right, how about I have 150 XP? Yeah, that is also... Or, alternatively, it looks... I've just gone through them. It looks like your options are... Parry... Or Scrutiny. What does Scrutiny do? So, Scrutiny, because it's, it's general as the other ones, so Scrutiny as a skill... Uh, I think it's just, like, it's searching. Like scrutinizing uh, something. Yeah, it helps you assess the people or objects you encounter. I will go with scrutiny. That sounds potentially quite useful. It allows you to determine if someone is lying, discern information and conclusions from a complex report, or interpret an auger or auspex reading. I, I will do that. Example modifiers go from plus 30, judging the mood of a close friend, down to minus 30, judging the mood of a servitor. <laughs> <laughs> well, we have a servitor I can practice on. <laughs> And there we go, we've got the squad. Hurrah. What we need now is a name for the unit. Well, got Neymar Homeworld. Oh, yes. Or former yeah. Homeworld. Neymar Ship. Well, we have to decide who we hate. That's oh, it. yes, yes, that's the important thing here, isn't it? Like, what's, what's your world's tragic backstory? What did I see that screwed me up so much? So to, to, to run through for those of you who aren't familiar with sort of 40k law, uh, options could include, uh, do, you want to, do you want to know about, oh, we'll, we'll break it down to the, 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 uh, the three bands of enemy. Uh, there is the enemy within, which are traitors. There's the enemy without, which is uh, aliens. And there's the enemy beyond, which is demons. So was your planet fucked up by traitorous humans? Was it fucked up by aliens, or was it fucked up by horrifying, gribbly things from beyond time and space? I want to say alien. Aliens? That will be a lot easier for you to fight than Chaos Marines or Demons. That is true. <laughs> yep, let's go for Xenos. Xenos? Cool. So, uh, Xenos, you have the following options. Was your world killed by orcs? Everyone knows orcs. They're like your staple fantasy race, but this time they're in space. <laughs> Uh, was your world fucked up by Eldar? Space elves, who sometimes they're very friendly to humanity, and other times they just drop down out of the sky and kill everyone. It's very hard to figure. And sometimes they turn up extra sp extra spiky and they take everyone off as slaves. Inscrutable are the ways of the space elf. Exactly. <laughs> uh, maybe your world was omnom-nommed by Tyranids, who are horrifying space bugs that eat planets. Oh, we could go Starship Troopers with it. <laughs> you, were, you were taken out by the space bugs. I did say Rico's Roughnecks earlier. You did. <laughs> uh, was your planet uh, conquered by the Tau, who are a humanoid race of blue aliens with giant What do you mean conquered? In... Don't you mean did, did our planet voluntarily join the Tau Yes, sorry, was your, planet, was your liber planet liberated to join the Tau Federation for the greater good? They're a greater good. Um, they also have giant robots. Um... Was your planet... Oh, shit. Necrons. Was your planet actually a Necron tomb world? And then one day the ground opened up and a whole bunch of robotic skeletons came marching out and vaporised everybody. Did the Borg appear? 
kind of, yeah. I think like except they of... don't assimilate; they just no. annihilate. Just yeah, annihilate. They're, just, they're, just, yeah. They're, just, they're really grumpy space undead that just occasionally come up out of the ground and kill everything. And then it's go basically back to sleep. a Ray Harryhausen skeleton attack, but they're shiny. Yeah. Space, space <laughs> Egyptians. Uh, or it could be one of the like it could be a, another sort of weird alien race that isn't gone into all that much, like the Hrud, who are a kind of weird space a race of uh, space rats. The Hrud. Yeah, let's have hatred Hrud so that we never use it. <laughs> I'll just have you guys go off and fight the Hrud. It'll be fine. Hatred squats. Oh yes, the poor squats. Hatred squats. Ah, squats aren't Xenos though. Yeah, uh, they are abhuman. That's true. Alternatively, you, if you want, I'm just saying, like, you won't be fighting against them, but if it ever comes up, you could take Hatred Inquisition if your planet was Exterminatist. We really could. That's why I said it. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, your planet could have fallen to heresy, and so the Inquisition decided the best way to stop this from spreading is to literally detonate your planet. And our ship was already in space, therefore we weren't killed. And someone at the top of the command managed to make a hell of an argument that because we weren't <laughs> there, we weren't part of the heresy. Yep. Potentially, could we be on the ship which did it? Oh, Jesus. Well, and hate the crew. I think that's a very bad idea. Well, no, no, no. You hate, you hate the Inquisition, but like your thing of proving that you are you know, loyal is... Oh, quite... was to do the Exterminatus yeah. for them. Oh, that would be oh. grim as fuck. <laughs> yeah, hatred Inquisition. I'm up Let's for do it. that. Cool. All right. It's not, again, you're not going to be fighting the Inquisition, but if it ever comes to a point where you can, you know, off an Inquisitor. Oh God, Brother Ptolemaeus will come down on us. I mean, we are snipers. They'll never see it coming. <laughs> oh, geez, have you, have you, are you aware of the story of the uh, the Celestial Lions? By the way, yeah, the the Space Marine chapter that I run. Um, so they 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 um they turned up in the Arm the Armageddon book back in the late nineties early two thousands right and basically they are an amazing Imperial Fist successor chapter um their their shoulder pads all have star charts and stuff on them um gold and blue armor they look awesome and they kind of all of their culture is derived from sort of uh, North African um cultures and basically they were on Armageddon and they found out that uh, the Inquisition were basically fucking over a whole bunch of people and were, like, sterilizing people that really were just in the wrong place at the wrong time. Sure. Uh, basically just being big asshats, which is what the Inquisition do. And <sighs> the Celestial Lions, being super lawful good naive, basically said to the Inquisition, this is terrible, we're going to go and tell everybody what you're doing here. And then they all mysteriously, well, not all of them, but most of them mysteriously died. Mysterious. And the, the, the official story that was that they were picked off by orc snipers. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not kidding, that is the official story, is they were killed by orc snipers. So that is the Inquisition literally announcing that they did it <laughs> in a way that has plausible deniability. Because yeah, but- no one in the Imperium looks at that and goes, oh, that's true. <laughs> but it's like, a, what are you going to do about it? Of course we're lying, but what are you going to fucking do about it? Um, so yeah, the, the Celestial Lions now a hate A bunch of orc snipers that had lost a lot of weight and, and fitted in officio assassinorum armour. <laughs> yeah, and specifically the, the orcs, the, the, these orc snipers specifically sniped uh, all the, uh, what are they called? The space marine medics, the guys who were in charge of getting the gene seed out to make more space marines. The apothecaries. Uh, killed all the apothecaries by just shooting them through the eyes. Very just 
insanely good, accurate orc snipers. So yeah, the Celestial Lions do not like the Inquisition. So maybe Celestial Lions will turn up in this game. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe Git Brother Gerhardt Ptolemaeus will turn up. <laughs> who is my old Death Watch character, who loves the Inquisition. <laughs> like, so actively does. does. So there we go. We've got a, we've got a great backstory for your planet there. Uh, if anyone oh. out there is listening to this and going, well, that doesn't fit in with 40k lore, they just killed it. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Pretendy fun time games. Let's face it. Given the way a lot of backstory in 40k has changed over the years, fucking does because yeah. it's it's something we've said, therefore it's valid. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I kind of like the maybe you know your home world no longer has a name; it's been expunged from the records. I, I think it probably has been. Yeah, this ship <laughs> this ship is your home world now. Oh, that's really tragic. I love it. <laughs> Right, we'll we'll uh we'll think of a name for the ship then. Uh, if you guys want to think about that in the meantime, or if you want to come up with one now. <laughs> oh, I think given that we have the hatred, what about the litany of hate? Litany of hate, I believe, was Horace's ship, wasn't it? Oh, was it? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a good name for a ship, but maybe not that one. <laughs> let, me just, let me just check. I think that's what it was. Uh, no shit, no no. Litany of hate is the um, the special rule that chaplains have. Spirit of Vengeance, that was Horace's ship. So there clearly is a litany of hate yeah, in the Imperial litanies. Yeah, no, that, that works. I like it. Do people like the litany of hate? That's our... They're angry. The ship name. We are aboard the litany of hate. Okay. If we're okay with that one. Yeah. Go with that. It's what? it's it's so much easier to name chaos ships because I uh, for a Battlefleet Gothic fleet I literally named all of my chaos ships after the levels from Doom. That's pretty good. That will work. There's, there's something wonderful about having a big Slanesh ship called Thy Flesh Consumed. <laughs> Rip that down. Or knee deep in the dead. Um. So yeah. Uh. Or we could go with the culture ship name generator, uh, which would be interesting. What does that come up with? Uh, well, are you familiar with the culture novels? I'm not. Uh, their names were interesting. So there's a list of canonical ships in the culture, uh, if I can find one. Uh, so here's some actual names of ships in the, uh, the culture. Uh, the Ends of Intervention. Ooh. Profit Margin. <laughs> no More Mr. Nice Guy. Unfortunate conflict of evidence. This, these sound like racehorse names. Kiss my ass. <laughs> the GSV. What are the civilian applications? <laughs> the GCU. Very little gravitas indeed. The GSV. Size isn't everything. The GCU. Unacceptable behaviour. <laughs> the shoot them later. Uh, the <laughs> the. D. Raoul Frank exchange of views. Oh, and and exterminators. The GSV anticipation of a new lover's arrival. I'm just looking at I'm looking at a list now that's like uh, that's been generated that someone's done, and one of them is called Guilt by Association. Yep, that sounds like a perfect culture ship name. 
so minimal as to be actually negative. A series of unlikely explanations. Formal complaint. Oh, the GCU funny it worked last time. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm a fan of. Schrodinger's hammer. Just another victim of the ambient morality. That is the name of a ship. Circumstantial evidence. Yep. Poke it with a stick. Oh, these are great. The I said I've got a big stick, but you have to say it quietly. <laughs> the ROU, they couldn't hit an elephant at this dist. Hand me the gun and ask again. <laughs> Ravished by the sheer implausibility of that last statement. Oh. oh yes, the you may not be the coolest person here. <laughs> <laughs> so what are, what are people thinking in terms of a ship name? I'm thinking the you may not be the coolest person here. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, lapsed pacifist. Ooh. The last pacifist. I still quite like the Litany of Hate, to be honest. Uh, Litany of Hate works perfectly, because it, it's a 40k reference. Um, Imperial Navy vessels. I'm just looking at some names on this one. Uh, His Will, The Triumph, The Divine Right, Lord of Light, Bloodhawk, Ve Victus. Uh, I'm looking into, like, Team names for our for our troop. Oh yeah, because it will be like well, the you know eighth armored or, or what have you. Yeah. So it'll be the. I was like, I just found um, the OBN. OBN. Mm, one bullet needed. Oh. <laughs> so are we are we good with the uh, litany of hate? Yeah. Excellent. And then we just need, yeah, so we'll come up with a with a name for you guys. Uh, the Redacted First Airborne. The Hell Bastards. <laughs> the Christ Punchers. <laughs> the Saint Punchers. <laughs> oh god, just take on the extra levels of, of heresy naming. <laughs> well, we hate the Inquisition. So. Yeah. All right, cool. Oh, maybe not the Saint Punchers. That's what we call ourselves. No, not even that. <laughs> <laughs> right. So I think that's us done then. I think so. At the three hour mark. I'm very sorry, everybody. <laughs> that's all right. <clears throat> It'll probably be shorter when we edit it down. That's true. That's true. I mean, as character creation goes, that was fairly quick. That's, yeah. 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 And we've got a squad of, uh, it is six people. Yeah. Well, the five people. <laughs> Five people and a bop. Tech priests are people too. No, they're not. <laughs> and we're all happy with our characters, by the way. Mm -hmm. Oh yep. shit, do we yep. have a name for the tech priest, by the way? Um, No, not yet. I'm trying to think of something interesting, but I need to look into this. Okay, cool. No, that's fine. Excellent. Right. So, so far, we are the drop troop of the litany of hate. Yeah, you'll be the, the something numbered... Airborne. Yeah. I assume. Ooh, Last Airborne, I think is a good nickname. Ooh. Oh, yeah, because you would be as well. Yep. The Last Airborne. We're not the first Airborne, we're the Last Airborne. There we go. Hang, the Last Airborne. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, cool. Uh, so, in that case, we'll end things here for tonight. 
And if you guys want to start up, like, at some point, we can do either do that next week as the sort of the next episode is the first adventure and see how it goes from there. Or we can do this at another time and then run an actual episode of Dangerously Unprepared on a Monday like we normally would do. But we can figure that out in the in the week between. Yeah, either works for me. Cool. Uh, so <laughs> if you're listening to this, let us know. Do you want to hear the adventures of The Last Airborne of the Litany of Hate? Uh, let us know. Yeah. Yeah. Was Excellent. this a worthy exercise? Should we do more character creations for different genres so you can see how weird things get? I'd, I'd love to run a D&D one or a World of Darkness one. or I'd that... like to do anything that has a um, character background generator. Mm. Oh, fuck yes, like, yes. do Traveller and see how many characters die before the character creation is even <laughs> finished. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. So at the end of the day, we don't have to go any further with this if, if yeah. you don't want us to. This if people be... don't want to know the story of the last airborne, we'll just—it's—it's it's there. It's set up. It's now. I will probably just do an Imperial Guard army based on the last airborne, <laughs> and we'll probably play it anyway. But we don't necessarily have to record it and distribute it to you. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> cool. But if there's demand for it, we will. Uh, so yeah, thank you very much, Kyrie, for facilitating that anytime, and thank you for listening. Uh, do get in touch by all the usual methods, which hey, largely come to the Discord, tweet at us at Unprepared Show, or uh, email us at inbox at dangerouslyunprepared.com, or whatever you want at dangerouslyunprepared.com. To be honest, it all Just yell, get yell into the void. Or that. Um, we won't hear that. No. Okay. You can do it. But until then, I have been Simon. I've been Kyrie. I have been Jack. And I have been stealing all your stuff. Yay. God damn it. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.